clear. One or two? <laughs> I know, that's what I felt like. I was three like, they're both the same? or four? It's like Watch going to or three. It's like going to the eye doctor, except more frustrating. Except yeah, it's man. all the damn same. Give me my I glasses and let me go home. <laughs> I just I just wanted to see which was gonna be better, the snowball or my uh, headset. You're a snowball. <laughs> Ew. This Purple. this got Tom. Easy. <laughs> I'm I'm Ooh, glad no. that, I'm glad that Tom I'm glad that Tom and I are like the two degenerates. Yep. We're like, God, right, pop for it because you know the people disgust me. Well, I just meant he was a should. tasty cream-filled chocolate. No, oh, he's Tom was talking. Right. Tom Coconut. was talking about a different kind of cream and a mouth and then a different mouth. I know and... what he's talking about. I'm telling you what I'm talking about. I'm talking about <laughs> the delicious confectionery <laughs> made by Little Debbie, and Tom had to turn it into some kind of freaking uh, degenerate Ric Flair snuff film. That's because he's a monster. Yep. He's a monster. But he's our monster. Haunts yep. my dreams with his sexy dongle face. <laughs> Please tell me you're recording this stuff like... Oh, maybe. Oh, God. All right, let's get into this episode here so that we can get on with our night before Poot starts talking banking and we're here for another half hour listening to him about his job. Oh, yeah, by the way, so... No, no, uh, no. <laughs> nope, nope. I'll fuck the entire episode up Interest on YouTube. Interest rates... <laughs> family garage oh. sale at 6.9% APR. <laughs> Actually, APR is not a really good thing. What, what oh, shut really... up! <laughs> shut up! Shut the hell up, it's time to start the show. You're listening to... The Pittsburgh... Piledriver... Among us, and we need these fucking idiots to mute themselves. Hi, everybody! It's the Pittsburgh Pod Driver Podcast. We're going to talk about pods and casts and Pittsburgh and pile drivers because that's what we do, apparently, allegedly, and on this show. It's a pick show once again, which means, much to the delight of Peef and Boot, no, Boof and Pete, no, Pete, no, Beat, no, fuck. Much to the delight of the other two schmoes on this podcast that aren't myself or Tiger Bomb Tom, it's likely going to lead to a new P3 Chooserweight Champion. I'm completely and happily delighted if it stays exactly where it is, but that's just me. Let's get on with the meat and potatoes of this episode, because let's face it, like a fine wine, we only spill when uncorked. Ransom the Madman, Poop the Bard, Beef the Legend, and for the time being, that's right, folks, for the time being, your best damn chooserweight champ there ever was, Tiger Bomb Tom. We're all four here, we're all four queer, and we're ready to talk to you about wrestling. And when I say queer, don't get up into me and, and you know, all, you know, up in my shit. <laughs> Pride month. No, I don't mean it like that. I mean, we're weird. Okay. So we're talking 1950s style speak here, okay? Get get on board. Uh, is there picks? Do we have picks to do? What's happening? We do. 
Fireworks. Um, There's fireworks in Mordor. Merry Christmas. Merry <laughs> Christmas, Mordor. Already? Yeah, I happy mean, 4th of July. It starts on Memorial Day, and it doesn't let up until it's the, the fat man cometh with his presence. It's if the, it was at least, you know, Juneteenth, I could understand that, but it's not even that. It's just a random Thursday. Happy June 17th, everybody. Have the fireworks. It's after Memorial Day. It's uh, free range. Free range in Mordor for fireworks. Free range fireworks in Mordor. Come get them. Yeah. Until nice. we start slaughtering turkeys for our Thanksgiving meal, it's fireworks season, motherfuckers. Uh, how much does a pack of fireworks get you? Like, what, $49.99? Hey, you know what you could probably do with that? You could spend it on something worthwhile and not likely to blow up in your face. You could spend it False. on... False. False. We are very likely to blow up in your face. No, anyway, I'm Tom. likely to blow up in your face because Let's... giggity. Tom, picks. Uh, I figured you would probably want to go over the current standings. Yeah, man. Yeah. Goofy. Yeah, man. Uh, currently, no, man. Uh, to me, you bury the lead, beef. God. So yeah. first of all, uh, we want to thank our non-P3 uh, participants this month, which are oh Munch. my god, this month, which are mm, uh, Pat the bastard, Pat, uh, and uh, Denny, uh, Denny. Uh, I'm gonna butcher his last name, uh, Fedor uh, or Fedor. I'm not quite sure. Uh, he, he is one of the moderators over at uh, Pro Wrestling Talk now and then. There's a cheap plug for you. Um, great group. It's one of my favorite wrestling groups that I go to, and the uh, moderators there are very cool and great discussions over there. Anyway, so, good, so we got two this month. Good, solid community. Yeah, man, uh, and, and, and very, very active, too. So if you're looking for your wrestling fix, head on over to Pro Wrestling Talk now and then. I'm excited. Right. I'm excited. We got two people outside the podcast who are likely to take the title from us. I'm excited. Yeah, man. And, 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 and there's there's a ton of other ones that I'm going to, like, you know, start needling on Facebook, like uh, Mr. Dave. And Mr. Uh, Jeremy Horn. Uh-huh. And, and the uh, Dos Hermanos Luchas, who I think uh, can all be, you know, part of this. Also, where's Bob Gray this month, man? Mm. Mm. Makes you think. Makes you think. Anyway, here are the standings. As we sit, uh, Poot and Ransom are both up top. Yeah. Uh, with 15 points. Uh, Ransom's bold gamble on L.A. Knight with five points proved to be a very smart pick. Hell yeah. Um, lucky. You pronounced lucky wrong. Well, well it, it, you know what? It, it paid off. Some, you know, but Better lucky than good. Uh, also, luck is for losers. Tom, our, 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 our wonderful uh, uh, P3 champion, Cruiserweight champion out. right now, has 14 points, uh, along with Denny, who also has 14 points. And then lagging, lagging behind is myself at 13 points and uh, Pat with 11 points. Well, so, I'll tell you this. Apparently, luck is for losers, but smart marking is for ultra mega losers. So you can suck a big one beef. I'll tell you yeah. what. I'll tell you what, uh, Ransom. Ah. The P3 hmm? two-man power trip, we're going. Where? Where are we going? To the I hate you guys so much. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I Beast, love us. I love food a little bit more because love... he's a handsome fellow. <laughs> oh, thank you. I love yes. the fact that as much as Beef's eyebrows are peaked, 99% of the time, they're just so droopy right now. There's no peak to them at all. Oh, it will be a glorious day if at the end of Clamor in the Cage, Poot and Ransom come out on top and we share this title there will be so much bragging and so much rubbing in the face of our good friend, the Wellington. It won't be funny. Uh, It'll be funny be, to us, not to him. You know yes. what would be even better is 
even even with you guys having the one point lead on me, if somehow, some way, through this set of picks for Rage in the Cage, that I that I come back and I end up tying yet again, thus infuriating uh, that would be the beef. Thing ever. Thus infuriating beef into what I'm sure will be cardiac arrest. So be on standby at the end of this pay-per-view just saying i look if you like the cardi like the cardiac arrest won't be funny yeah but see can can i at least make a statement about the new system that we have going on okay. like it, it yeah, okay. i i think honestly this morty oh. is uh is <laughs> really making it more interesting because it adds a lot of different dimensions <laughs> yeah. for your picks and how you do things and like what the, the the gambits are and stuff like that. And we, we always have the luxury of going back to the old system or adding in prop bets or doing whatever. But, like, I think this is working out pretty well. What do you guys think? Oh, it gives yeah. me a super-duper way of lucking into a win and doing some genuine heartfelt face rubbing. Oh, listen, honestly, well, I like I don't, I don't even care that I'm not on top right now. <clears throat> That's what she said. But seriously... Oh. Um, no, I, honestly, I like, I played it, I played it safe, like with my picks. I was, you know, I was not sure about this Cameron Grimes LA night match. And that's why I only put one point on it. So thankfully, you know, I'm not like super far behind. So it's, it really is very interesting and it makes you, uh, really makes you take a moment and really wager, you know, consider your wager on on the on the matches so yep I'm because here and here's here's why that's important only two people i'm sorry three people missed one match so um i i don't that, that that's big math there but basically the entire card of nxt all the picks that we had there were three wrong guesses which means that everybody's dynamite for picking nxt but the disparity of points with tom only losing one point me losing two points and Pat losing four points is very, very well stated. So that's why the points are important, and that's why yep. I'm excited to have them. Yeah, man. Like, and, and, and Poot, love it. I love it. And Poot, you got um, what was it? Poot, uh, you know, picking the the. the well, I mean, he got he got the whole card right as it was, but you know, if he if he would have gotten it wrong. He only put three points on on that L.A. Knight Cameron Grimes yep. match, so that could have that could have uh, that you know we could have been seeing Ransom sitting well, sitting pretty at the top all by his lonesome. Well, and that was even the thing of like that is like the reason that I put three on that one was because I literally was 50-50 because I went man, both these guys would be absolutely perfect, perfect for yeah. um uh to to hold that uh to hold that belt like i mean to hold the million dollar title like it, it and and i'm really glad that they recognized the idea that cameron grimes does not need that belt to com keep making the gimmick and make his character but la yep. knight did need that rub and that was the that was the reason why i went in on la knight I think he only needed the rub because he's new to NXT. Well, new again to NXT. Well, wow. LA Knight is great. And I'm talking like top of the card, main event. I'm talking, you know, I, I, I put him in the upper echelon of talkers. Uh, you know, I would trust guys like The Rock, CM Punk, Moxley, and yes, even uh, LA Knight with a microphone uh, live on TV. So I think that LA Knight, if he continues to improve, we'll find himself on the top of the card in Raw or SmackDown sooner rather than later. 
Agreed. Oh, Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Do you guys want to get into these picks and then talk a yes. little bit about uh, NXT in yeah, your man. house? Yeah, man. In your yeah. oh. In your right, mouth. So, in your in your mouth. Giggo, dear. Giggo, my. Yes. All right, go on. Giggo, dear. All right. So as of right now. And as we know, the cards always always subject to change or get shit added in at the last minute. But shit. as of right now, we have only five matches for this particular event to pick as well. I'm gonna go through the matches real quick, uh, and then we will start the picking. All right. Um, in no particular order, but just whatever I think it's gonna be on the card, anyways. Um, we have Bianca Belair, the incumbent. Uh, SmackDown Women's Champion versus Bayley. This is a singles match for the uh, WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. <clears throat> uh, we have Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler in just a singles match. No, uh, nothing crazy going on there. Um, we have a singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. That's going to be Rhea Ripley, your incumbent champion, versus uh, the plastic Barbie doll that is the walking talkie, uh. Charlotte Flair. Um, we have two Hell in a Cell matches. Uh, first one, we have Bobby Lashley, the incumbent champion, versus, uh, and with MVP in tow, whether that makes a difference for you or not versus drew mcintyre in a last chance hell in a cell match for the wwe championship now because i have not been watching the weeklies can somebody bring me up to speed like is this just literally like they said okay drew this is your last chance if you don't get it you don't get to challenge for it again uh, against bobby anymore is i don't that know what we're going with i okay. i don't i don't i don't watch raw well it's not worth my balls. time well, fuck balls. That that doesn't I, help anything. I assume it's probably the last chance with Bobby Lashley as champion at this point. Yeah. Okay. That I mean that seems to make the most sense to me. I don't think I don't think it's a uh, like a yeah. Cody Rhodes AEW title Can situation. Never win the W or the Universal title ever again. Yeah, because who the WWE fuck would they put? Title. Yeah, because who yeah. the fuck would they put it on? Because that. Anyways, um, and then the last match, uh, we have a Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman versus Rey Mysterio. So, oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. I Yeah. I, I we'll get to that. All right. So, gents, uh as is tradition, <laughs> let me go ahead and kick things off. Uh first match, uh Bianca Belair versus Bailey SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh my pick is going to be Bianca Belair retaining. I, again, still think it's way too soon, and I don't think they're going to do it on this pay-per-view. If anything, I think she holds it until SummerSlam. Um, so I'm going to go with Bianca Belair. And, you know, I'm going to put... I don't know. I'll put that for a two. Um, I think that they should not take it off Bel Air yet, um, unless they wanted to give Bel Air a chase to uh to SummerSlam, which I don't think is necessary. Um, so I'm gonna say Bel Air with three. Okay, I'm gonna say Bel Air with three. Okay, beef. 
my five pointer, folks. It is Bel Air. Absolute, yes, sir. Absolute certainty that she wins. And ransom. I'm with Bel Air, and I give her a four. Okay. Kink. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, next match, we have Alexa Bliss. I would even a spooky hoochie mama versus I would even Shana. more because of spooky hoochie mama. Good Lord. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Ho Voodoo mama juju. I can't help <laughs> I can't help Voodoo mama juju. Voodoo yes. mama juju versus Basler. I love it. Oh, I, love it. I love it. That's amazing. You want, you want, you want more of a molasses in your accent. <laughs> oh, Voodoo. Wait, hold on. May I? Voodoo mama juju. <laughs> Oh, uh, God. Side note, I, if you haven't, Ransom, I've been listening to the Office Ladies podcast. I've been binging it, and I love it. I haven't. I'm, I, I mean to, to get into it, but I just, I just haven't yet. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Nice little behind-the-scenes stuff. A lot of times where I find out, like, you find out that a scene in the show was, like, people, people <laughs> will ask, like, was, it, was that line improvised? And they're like, no, it was actually, like, almost word for word for the script. So it just really goes to show how how good the writers are on that show. But then other times, like the little liberties that Rain Wilson and uh, Steve Carell would take, they're they're geniuses. Oh. I love it. Oh yes. All right. Anyways, back to the match. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler, a regular singles match. What you got? Boots. I'm mulling it over. Um, okay, I was I wasn't sure. No, if I was no, too no, loud. no, no. Like, I'm um, okay. the thinking man is thinking. Uh, I, I am the thinker right now. I am the thinky boy who thinks. Um, Ooh. Ooh, I'm gonna go with Alexa. Spot. I'm gonna go with Bliss at two. Um, just because I don't know reasons. I really like Alexa Bliss. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go with Bliss at two. Okay, Beefaroonie. So smart money's on Bliss winning, but the fiend, the spirit of the fiend, is seemingly an albatross around the neck of great performers. So, um, I don't know. It's a toss up. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm picking Bliss, and I'm also putting two points on it because I'm not sure about this one at all. Okay. Sorry, I'm in the middle of eating. Because <laughs> oh. we're professionals here. Ransom. Hashtag, what's the point of even having picks? Ransom is going to also go with two points on Voodoo Mama Juju. All right. <clears throat> Um, I have not been watching. I don't know if Alexa's been getting the beta, the better of Baszler. Um, I, I've seen one thing, and that was like a month ago. Um, I Are Baszler no... and Fungus still a team? Yeah, ish. Yeah, ish, ish. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Mm. <laughs> and unfortunately, the glue that's holding it all together seems to be Reginald, which is even fucking worse. Poor Shayna so... Baszler. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I don't know what's been going on with all of that. Nothing good. 
Nothing. God damn it! I was just thinking that. Get out of my uh, head. If uh, the uh, the the last segment on Raw this mat this this week was compared to the Hogan Warrior segment in WCW, where Warrior was behind a false mirror, and Hogan looked in the mirror and saw the Warrior, but no one else in the NWO could see the Warrior. Only Hogan could. Uh, that's how good the last segment on Raw was this week. So you. Damn, that. that's yeah. awful. Yeah. Oh my not, gosh. Not the best. Not the best. But hey, when you're running from a spooky dolly, anything can happen. Ah, uh, God. What shit show this company has become. This is why The Fiend lost at WrestleMania, folks. For Voodoo Mama Juju. Yeah. So. Man. I really think, like, the rest of this card is going to be pretty cut and dry. So I'm going to get weird with it. And I'm going to say Baszler with three points. Wow, you're sticking your neck out there. I like it. I like it. I got to. Uh, there's the, I, I have no other choice. I'm interested to hear that you think the rest of the card is also cut and dry because that's not exactly how I see things. Well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, there, uh, Says the man right, without edit. a belt. <laughs> Remember Alrighty. that time that I actually didn't have a belt and I used like a microphone cable? That may have been before college. Yeah, I, don't I remember do remember that, and it wasn't a microphone cable; it was, it was an, an extension, extension cord. cord. Yep. <laughs> oh my! Was yeah. it an orange extension cord? No, no, it was, no, like it was black. It was like brown. It was one like yeah, you know how brown. like every house, every dad has that brown extension cable that whenever like their kid asks like, "Dad, do you have an extension cable I can use?" and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, here's this rubbery play school one." It was one of yeah. those. Uh, yeah. Like you have it and you never fucking use it for anything. No, because it's a piece of it's a piece of shit and you plug stuff into it and it like won't come out. You know or what it I mean? doesn't or like or like two of the outlets work on it and one doesn't yep it, it's i yeah or, i ha, i know what you're talking about because i have the prong, it the prong is bent and when you plug it in there's like sparks come out like yeah that's 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 the one that used my belt for a while it, it wasn't a long time but it was <laughs> it was a while everybody welcome to cable talk with the pittsburgh power driver podcast well, cable, said uh, i didn't have a belt so i wanted to you know give the honest re story resistance quarter inch plugs how it holds up your pants Magoo. um yeah, I, I see all of that as yes, good. <laughs> I can't. All right. All right. Wear, wear it like a belt. Where's the hat? Where's the damn camera? <laughs> all right. Where's the damn camera? Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, here we go. Next match <laughs> the Raw Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley <laughs> versus uh, Plastic Magoo. Um, Beef, who do you got? I have no fucking idea. Uh, again, figure it again, out. Again, again. Uh, Smart money has Rhea whip has Rhea winning, but yep. my mind goes back to Hell in a Cell like four years ago, whenever there's no way in hell Sasha Banks should have lost that belt to Charlotte Flair in the cage, but and it happened she anyway. Did. Yep. So I am very nervous about this match. I'll tell you up front, it's my one pointer. I'm picking Rhea Ripley because I think that I I, I gotta believe they're building. To her losing that belt to Charlotte, which I think is unfortunately an eventuality, uh, it's probably going to happen at Allegiant Stadium, if we're being honest. But uh, I think that Rhea hangs on here uh, one point on it. Okay. 
<clears throat> Ransom. Uh, hydrating. Um, Hydrator, yeah, die, bitches. Oh, my. Well, it's the building block of life. It's um, serious. If there's any justice in the world, Rhea Ripley will not lose this belt at this event to Charlotte Flair. But we all know that justice is a hard thing to find these days in WWE, especially now that the shield is gone. So <laughs> I'm going to say Rhea Ripley, but I'm also using my lowest confidence point on this match, and I'm going to call it a one. Okay. It's a shame. You know, it's a big shame that we're calling a match between Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair, and both Beef and I have used ones on it. This should be a four or five point worthy match because Rhea Ripley is that good and deserves that belt, and Charlotte doesn't need it. Yet, we all know, eventually, that belt finds its way back to frickin' Flair. Yeah, Here's what's yeah. hilarious. They're booking Rhea so hard as a heel, but I guarantee I, I will put, like, physical beef money, beef money, on the table, saying that as soon as fans are back in the stadium, Rhea gets cheered and Charlotte gets booed. I, oh, 100%. There's I've no, never there's been no so confident in, in, my, in, oh. in, in my life. No, there's no question about that. It's gonna happen. Correct me if I'm wrong, but at least for the pay-per-views, aren't the pay-per-views um, that, like, isn't Hell in a Cell going to be in front of a live audience? No. No? Hell in a Cell and Money in the Bank, as far as I know, are still at the Thunderdome. Uh, WWE does not start touring until late July. That's right. And the first pay-per-view is going to be in front of fans. It's going to be at Allegiant Stadium, uh, which is the Raiders' new football stadium. Uh, it's going to be SummerSlam? It's SummerSlam, yep. Wait, I mean, I understand wanting to have SummerSlam, like one of your big four, as the first pay-per-view back in front of fans. Like, I get that mindset, but why would you not jump on the opportunity at this point, knowing that fans are allowed back in the stadium, to get them in there as quick as possible? I don't know. The only thing I I can think of is that Vince loves this Thunderdome thing because he has complete and utter control over everything which is why he loves this stupid Thunderdome thing. Well, you let's would... keep in mind, the other half of this is that a lot of places, like we see things happening in Pennsylvania rather rapidly. That doesn't mean that things are happening across the nation as rapidly. True. True. So they're, they're, out of, they... they're out of Florida, right? Like, you could get fans in Florida. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. They could just open up, um, I think, uh, I, I don't even remember where that where, where the Thunderdome is anymore. It's, it's not a Tropicana, but they could literally open up that building and say, "Hey, we want fans." But sure. they've spent so much time, effort, and money into having that Thunderdome. I I was so happy when the Thunderdome was gone for in your house, even though it was only like two three hundred people. I was so happy that those stupid fucking fucking zoom calls were gone and that it was just actual people and, and they even on they, they even like didn't pipe in they like they stopped piping in stuff once they heard that the crowd was actually making noise by, the, by the way oh, i'm anxious yeah. i'm anxious to hear once we get done with picks i'm anxious to hear about the role of true partner <laughs> so um you know looking forward to that discussion uh let's carry on continuing the picks still um with this this match oh hey um, uh, real yeah. quick I stand corrected. 
Money in the Bank will be in front of a live audience in uh, Dickie's Arena in Fort Worth. Have sex celebration, yes. No, oh. Yeah, yeah. All right, anyways. Um, so Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. All right. Um, I am going to go with... God. This, this one is going to be rough because... I already took a risk on Baszler, but I don't know. Um, I'm going to say Rhea. And I don't know. I guess I'll put, I'm going to put four on it. Oh. All right, Poot, what you got? All right. This is this is tough because I'm I I'm never underestimate WWE to completely fuck up a good thing. I.e. going back to um going back to the fiend um yep. debacle with uh was it Voodoo Mama Juju um. I, 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 man, I, <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Ripley as well. God help me. I'm going to say Ripley. I'm going to throw a four at it as well. Um, oh my. Yeah, because big money, big money. Yeah, it's it. it, it I I, I got to do it just because I'm looking at the last two matches and I have a plan. Um, He's a man, man with, a plan. with a plan. Yes, and man, God, God love the <laughs> Brian Kendrick. One of the greatest moments was him giving a burning hammer in the CWC to uh um who was it uh Kota Ibushi. That was yeah, one of the best moments match. of that because after that happened, you hear Daniel Bryan on commentary scream, pin him now, Bryan. And, you know, the Bryan Kendrick. And plus, I love that theme music. I'm a man with a plan. I love it. Listen, I'm not going to lie. So the, a, a close second for greatest moment with uh, the Bryan Kendrick um, was whatever. I forget which pay-per-view it was. And you audibly heard a fan yell, cut your hair, you fucking hippie. Oh my god, <laughs> that was great! All right, um, All right. yep, I'm yeah. gonna go Ripley four. Okay, Ripley for four. All right, yeah. so we went me. Okay, so I was I was trying to figure out. I was like, who's up to pick first? Uh, it is Ransom. Ransom, you are up to pick, sir. <clears throat> and the match is Bobby Lashley, Ricky Bobby, the champ, <laughs> versus Drew Mercantile. That was I don't know what that was. Fucking forget that. Just fix I'm it in post. Very sad about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Fix Just fix it in post. post. <laughs> uh, it's a last chance hell in a cell match for the WWE championship. Um so yeah, who you got, Ransom? So normally I'd easily pick Bobby Lashley in this match, but I don't know exactly the stipulations surrounding this last chance is it last chance for wwe title ever 
Is it last chance against Bobby Lashley? And on principle, I want to pick Bobby Lashley because, good Lord, I've had mm-hmm. enough of Drew. And, uh, can I, I feel bad can I quote? Real quick, can I quote www.com on this match, on, on the stipulation? Yes, sir, absolutely. Okay. Um, as the two Warriors signed their WWE title match contract, MVP raised the stakes by declaring it would be the challenger's final opportunity to dethrone the almighty champion. Okay, so that leads me to believe that he can cha- Drew McIntyre can challenge for the WWE title again, just not against Bobby Lashley. And I would assume, yeah, I I would, and I would assume that, like, if Lashley loses the belt and picks it back up again, McIntyre can try to get him again. But at this particular moment in time for this particular reign, this is it. Right. So, I don't know. And on principle, I want to pick Bobby Lashley because I've had enough of Drew McIntyre in the WWE title hunt. I've had enough. He's... He's fallen into the John Cena, Roman Reigns category for me. And it's less about his ability. This is no knock on Drew McIntyre. I think he has a great ability, but I'm tired of seeing him there. He's been on top slash in the title hunt slash the champion for a while now. And it's very stale for me. And I don't fault him at all. I fault WWE for that because it's just a continued, it's a continued push. Now, where I am going to sound like an ass is if you have a, if you have a talent the caliber of a Stone Cold Steve Austin or a The Rock or of a the Shawn Michaels or the Bret Harts, you can continuously have them. Man, hell is coming soon because I keep throwing out the name of Bret Hart when it comes to like greatness. Yeah. Um, are you are you having strokes, mini strokes here? I like, think I think coming? my time's coming. Like I think I'm preparing for the end. So, okay. you know, I'm giving him all the the praise I can before my time is finally up. Gotcha. Um, I think when you have superstars of that caliber and quality, you can have them continuously be on top, or continuously be the champion or in the title hunt, and it's not going to be a problem. But I don't slot Drew McIntyre, though he is talented. I don't slot him into the category of those men. So I think he needs time away from the top. He needs time away from the title in order not to become a John Cena type or a Roman Reigns type. Hey, he's a face. Dear God, we're so sick of him and we're going to boo him. I'm really afraid that if they continue to push him the way they are, he's always in the title picture, or he's got, he's got the belt, whatever. When they go back in front of live crowds, the, he, the fans are going to turn him heel because they're going to boo him. They're going to be sick of him. I, I'm speculating. I don't know that for sure. I wouldn't put it past WWE to have him lose this match and then to have him be the next person to challenge Roman Reigns for that belt. That just seems like a WWE move. So with my confidence being as low as it is, I am going to say Bobby Lashley, but I'm going to use, I think, the lowest number I have left, which is a three. Okay. <clears throat> um, I, 
I, I like all of what you're saying, and I'm and I'm here for it. Um, if there there's still that little bit of in the back of my mind, because I again I have not been watching the weeklies nope. for for quite a few weeks now, and I and I won't be watching the weeklies once I move either because we're we're foregoing cable. So hooray, hooray, Hulu replays. They're going to cut out 90% of the shit that I need to see or would want to see on Monday Night yeah. Raw. Yeah, the they good do. Stuff, Fuck They're you, gonna Hulu. cut out the good stuff. They're going to leave in the stupid stuff. Yeah, either that or I'll have to wait till it's on the cack. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. how, how quickly, do, how quickly do they have those come up on the, on the peacock? It's a month later. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, 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 that's the deal Wait, for the weekly for the weeklies. Yep. That's the deal. That's the Mother deal with fucker. Yeah. That's the Wait, deal with Hulu. Are you sure? No, Hulu. No, like... Hulu's immediate, but Peacock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because you get yeah, the Peacock. entire Peacock, show okay. on Peacock. It's a month. Gotcha. Sorry. I was on that there. Yeah. Yeah. Hulu, Hulu's next day, but they, they, yeah. they cut out some shit at times. Yeah. They do. Not at times. Stupid. All the, all they cut the out time. some shit all the time. You get, you get basically SmackDown in its entirety, but Raw is cut down to an hour and a half. Yep. Which is okay Fucking because Raw stupid. sucks. Yeah. Raw does suck. So, I mean, I'm glad I would only have to watch an hour and a half of it, anyways. Um, uh, that said, um, I'm I'm kind of going along the lines of ransom on this one. I'm going to pick Lashley. And I'm also going to use my lowest number, which is a one. Because I I don't know, just reasons. Poop. Well, uh, I, I'm going to go. Boy. Yeah, uh, the, 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 uh, you know we we shit on WWE quite a bit, um, but but we're sitting here mulling over like what they're gonna do with uh, Lashley, and we're mulling this over, and this is our lowest pick, and it should honestly be cut and dry because I, I now see I think the other way around from what was said earlier. I think what's going to happen is instead of Lashley losing and going to challenge Roman Reigns, it's going to be McIntyre going to challenge Roman Reigns. Unless I wasn't paying attention and that's what was said. Um, you weren't. That's what I said. Yeah. like the, I said McIntyre was going to yeah, lose and go to challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that just. Yeah. Like that just kind of makes sense. Um, so I'm going to go Lashley and I'm going to give it a five. No, I'm going to give it a one. Um, I'm going to give it a one, uh, just because that's what I have left. And to be perfectly honest with you, I think we all know what we're going to do on the next one. So, uh, yep. no, like <laughs> Lashley, uh, I'm going to go Lashley with a one just because it's the number I have left here for this. I, 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 I really hate for, for, you know, the WWE championship dumping a one on this pick, but you know, it it is what it is, and I think that they would be foolhardy to really foolhardy to take that belt off of Lashley because he looks like a million bucks with that belt. He's earned it, and you know, he he does really really well in the ring. 
Like, I mean, he not he's you know, it's not like we're sitting here and we're saying five star match. Oh, my God. Bobby Lashley. He's the new best bout machine. Like, we're not doing that, obviously. But I, I think that Lashley has really done a good job carrying that belt and making it feel important and imposing. Um, so Agreed. I, I'm going to go Lashley one. Yeah. And speaking of the best bout machine, when we get done with picks, uh, we we should probably touch on that very quickly too, because that's that's been a topic that we've been discussing for weeks now. Uh, but we'll get back to that. Uh, Beef, who do you got in this match here? There's no fucking way I can win, so it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Oh come on, Beef. I need I need I was... to get it. I we need a sound clip of the the Scott Steiner math here, Poot. <laughs> no, yeah, I you mean, got ninety three percent, and I've got five thousand percent. The numbers Poon don't I, lie, Beef. This is for you. It's sacrifice. Beef. Poon and I have picked identical for this event. I'm yep. two yeah. points down from Poot. Uh, the best I can do is a three pointer here. Yeah, uh, so it. the best I can do is tie Poot. Um, that's okay. If you tie, tie him, yeah, tie camps. yeah. Get weird with it. Yeah, you know what? I, because initially I definitely had Lashley penciled in here, but in the interest of believing that I need these points, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, and make a uh, and make a, 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 a snap decision because Lashley has had the belt since February, so um, you know. If if the WWE believes that Drew McIntyre is the face that they want to run with the next decade or so, then and and, and they're planning on selling out a eighty thousand seat arena in the summer, in August, they're gonna need all their big faces with big dumb titles. So I'm gonna go ahead against my better will, uh, and I'm I'm gonna pick Drew McIntyre here just for the sake of points, uh, and I'm gonna put four points on him. You know what's going to happen now that I just thought about it? I I don't know what triggered it after Beef was talking. You watch. You know what's going to happen. Drew's going to win the match by DQ, but not It's a win. Hell in a Cell oh, match. Oh, no, that's right. Never mind. Yeah, it's, it's a Hell in a Cell. It's a Hell in a Cell. Also, Ransom, right here, just because of the maths that Beef has thrown out, there's a picture I put in chat in our Discord. I would like you, if you could, uh, if you don't remember, that's fine. But if you could, in the YouTube video, put it up right now. Super. I'll do my best. Thank you. That would be <laughs> that right there. If if Ransom remembered to put it up, uh, that's beef with uh, the the mathematizing uh, that's going yeah, on. Put me put me down for Drew with four points. Um, I I really wish I wouldn't have burned my five pointer on Bel Air now because I definitely would have like you know used it for my hail mary here. But that's okay. Uh, I, I, and I will that's stick with four the pointer. beauty of the point system. Yes, it is. Yes, now, it here's is. my, I guess, rationale of picking Lashley. And here's how I see things playing out, I think, if they were smart. Now, again, are they smart? I don't know. Am I smart? Definitely not. So this could all be utter bullshit. But I didn't want to say this before Beef picked because I didn't want to give him an idea. But... I feel like if WWE was smart, they're not going to put the belt back on Drew McIntyre here and have him go into SummerSlam, the first pay-per-view with a packed stadium, 
as the champion. I feel like what they're going to do is they're going to have Lashley win here. There'll be some kind of fuckery around um, Money in the Bank where something, I feel like something will happen to where Lashley loses the title, gets it back, and then at SummerSlam, what happens is either Drew McIntyre challenges him once again because Lashley lost it, he got it back, challenge, and Drew McIntyre wins in front of the big crowd, which is his big comeuppance, you know, the big celebration, what they wanted to have happen at Mania, but didn't. I feel like that's a possibility that could happen. Or if they were smart to get Drew McIntyre that big pop, what would happen is Drew McIntyre loses this match to Lashley, can't challenge again, like, I guess, you know, technically challenge, but McIntyre could win Money in the Bank. Yep. And cash in against whoever at, at SummerSlam. SummerSlam, winning that title, thus once again putting him back in that spotlight of gloriously getting the title, holding it up in front of the crowd, fireworks, big, huge pop, what they wanted to have happen at Mania, but again, didn't. I would be so Scottish, Big Scottish would, boner. That's what I'd they're going to so go I'd be so fucking pissed if McIntyre wins Money in the Bank. It would be a wasted fucking slot. Remember whenever Strowman won it a couple years ago? It would be that, but worse. Well, get ready for it, because, you know, that's probably what will happen. Uh, we got one last match to pick. Do I even need to go through, or can I just write down Reigns for all of us? Is that what we're all picking? I mean, uh, we, That's we, what I'm picking, because, let's face I, it. I mean, I like I'm I'm up to first. I'm up first to pick. I'm just telling you, I'm picking Reigns. Like there's, and I already have the point values down because we all have our last amount of points, so there is no debating that. So I got Reigns. Uh, poop. Let's well go through them. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I didn't know. I, if anybody is really gonna pick Mysterio, yeah. Suck my dick, Mysterio at five. Um, no, uh, definitely Reigns at do five. It. There's no, there's no, there's no reason to uh, like, and I know this sounds insane, but like, there's not, it doesn't even sound insane. It's just like, no offense to Mysterio, his legacy is set. Like, the, I, I mean, he's done a lot, he's a legend both in Mexico and in, you know, across the world. You know, when you say, uh, cruiserweight, a lot of people think of Rey Mysterio. You know, when you say luchador, a lot of people immediately think of Rey Mysterio. Like, there, there's, I mean, Hoobie there's juice. no... I, well, I, well, Hoovy, actually, he, did you know he's a DJ now? Um, no. Yeah, yeah, he's a DJ. Uh, pretty successful cool. one, from what I understand. Um, Very and, good. Um, you know, and of course, you think of Penta and Phoenix and, and everything. But, like, Rey Mysterio is... You know, I mean, he's he's the the standard bearer. I mean, that's just kind of what it is to the general wrestling zeitgeist. So, like, right. I, I, I'm 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 going with Reigns. There's no reason for Reigns to lose yet. Whoever takes the belt off of Reigns needs that rub, and they will deserve that rub. Like, that's something that I I really don't think of anything on this card or anything in WWE. Like. No one WWE's not gonna fuck this up like with Reigns. They're just not like they they can't like. And I know I'm putting my mouth on trouble saying that, but <laughs> come on, it it's it's absolutely true. So I'm I'm going with Reigns at five. 
beef. Yeah, even even if I put all three points on Mysterio, I'm not gonna tie poop. Poop's gonna be, beat me by one point this month. So, um, Ransom, put that picture up again. I'm 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 just gonna go range with three. <laughs> no, I you know it's it, we're we're like oh man, it's gonna be you know a big deal and it's gonna be so different. But we all fucking pick the same exact fucking thing anyway. It doesn't fucking matter at the end of the day. Um, yeah, you know, say, that's, um, I, you know what? Look. I, I'm sorry, beef. You go ahead. You had it. I'm, I'm, I'm more pissed that we have five fucking matches to pick from when you know there's going to be at least three more added to the card. And like, well, one of those would be a pre-show. Yeah. So like, I, I, I would bet money that Cesaro and Rollins ends up added to Hell in a Cell. Maybe it'll be a fucking Hell in a Cell match. I would no. bet money that well, Apollo Cruz and and uh, Big E are likely going to have <laughs> some sort of a match there too. Maybe involving Shinsuke. Well, I don't know. Well, let's, like, you know. let's wrap up the what we what we have confirmed, and then we'll we'll spitball a little bit. All right, uh, ransom. So Rain. yeah, it's it's okay. Reigns. You can put me down for Reigns, but let me tell you this: if Mysterio wins this match, and I get it, legendary career, legacy, luchador, blah 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 blah, whatever. With all the people that Reigns has beaten, with as strong as they've made him look, and I understand. It's wrestling. Yes, we've had crazy ass stuff happen in wrestling. I get it, but you can't build Reigns as this unstoppable beast, this brute, this powerhouse, the head of the table. You can't and have him lose to someone the size of Rey Mysterio. That won't work. That just, it just, it doesn't scan. There's no, there's no. I'm done with WWE for a while if that happens because it makes zero sense all across the board. It should not happen. And if it does, it's as big as travesty as what's happened to The Fiend. I'm less, I, I would be less upset because of his size. I'd be more upset because he's a fucking legend that doesn't need another fucking title run. Well, yeah, that, I mean, that too, yeah. Like, I have I, no problem with Rey Mysterio being a world champion. Like, when he was world champion, fine. I have no problem with that. I'm not saying that he should be relegated to the Cruiserweight title. No. But again, it's someone the size of Rey Mysterio going up against the size of Roman Reigns. You put someone like Rey Mysterio in a match with, hell, maybe Rollins or, I don't know, just someone who's not... You look at Roman Reigns, you're like, okay, if Roman I Reigns mean, and Rey Mysterio got into it, Roman Reigns but, but squashed Rey Mysterio with one hand. How big was Thanos compared to Captain America. You know, Thor was the size almost of me when he nope. beat down Thanos. So you're, you're talking the, it's you're talking thing, superhero man. character. No, it's not. It's it's entertainment. No. It is it is all one hundred percent entertainment. And and there is still money in the underdog story. There is still money in the little guy beating the big guy. There however is. but however, that's been done to how, death with Rey Mysterio though. Done yeah. to that's death. That's my point. There yeah. is not money in that particular story with this little guy. I think yeah. that the son could get some traction on those wheels, being a little guy himself. But at the end of the day, it's still entertainment. It could happen. And, you know, we fuck. Shayna Baszler was getting hunted down by a little doll on Monday Night Raw. So there's, you know, fucking nothing outside of the realm of believability to me. I was going to say, that's that's really what it comes down for comes down to for me is i, I kind of along the lines more with ransom it's you know 
you have to be able to suspend your disbelief when it comes to pro wrestling. And, and we all know that. And having been fans of it for so long, you know, sometimes we're a little bit more jaded. Um, but but I still that I'll, I'll say that the, that's one thing about no. like NXT and AEW. They do better than Monday Night Raw and SmackDown and whatever <laughs> main, you know, main roster pay-per-views that WWE puts out is the ability to have me sit there and second guess myself mid-match like is this person really going to win are they not yep. you know yep. that's they do All the such time. they do such a good job with that um whereas you know it was kind of like like did i even have i'm like do i even have to ask we're all picking reigns right right let's move on you know like it's and there's there's still a vast difference in in those two storylines like they they build the character of Alexa Bliss slash the Fiend as a supernatural character. They build this not as a supernatural character of Rey Mysterio having all the unlimited power, even though he's super small. They're not building it like that. They're building it as a wrestling match between two wrestlers, not between the demonic fiend, uh, you know, black goo Alexa Bliss Prometheus, blah blah blah. Like they're not building that. This is just a straight up wrestling match. Rey Mysterio versus Roman Reigns. This well, is a Hell in a Cell match. It's a Hell in a Cell match, but still. Which to uh, me no, that, favors no. Mysterio because he can climb, he can move. I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. And Roman but, Reigns can throw him around like a rag doll into it. I yes, mean, I hear what you're saying, yeah, but here's, but, here's like, my yeah, argument. Rey Mysterio can climb, blah, blah, blah. So Rey Mysterio climbs, Roman Reigns just sits down. He doesn't have to chase him. But he will. Because, you know, just like in the horror movies, people don't have to run upstairs, but they do. It's entertainment, and that's, I think, that's why it's a Hell in a Cell match, because it offsets Mysterio's weakness against Reigns. Reigns is a powerhouse. Reigns is not a guy who's going to move and shake. Mysterio is a guy who's going to move and fly. I think that that's, they, they did a good job of neutralizing it and holding this match in the Hell in a Cell. Um, whereas a guy like KO can go punch for punch for Reigns, or so can Cesaro, because they're powerhouses. Mysterio is not, so this does a good job of masking that and, and making it more of an even playing field, in my opinion. You're not, you're not That's wrong fun, and I, that. And I agree with that. I just don't, I don't understand the booking of this in general. Why yeah. Rey Mysterio? Didn't he just win the tag titles with his kid? Why is he in the universal title picture when he just won the tag titles? I think Is it was there also no one that, else you can put in there. I think it was also that they could film that spot where Reigns power where Reigns power, uh, power bombed his kid out of the ring onto nothingness, which looked really cool. Uh, which is like you know one of the, one of the only things they, they which is one of the only things that that they can do to Thunderdome, which looks cool, where they can mm. film something and have somebody land on a fucking crash pad. Nobody knows it's a crash pad because of how they're filming it. If that's done in front of the fifteen thousand people, they're gonna boo the hell out of it because they're gonna be like, oh, what the fuck is this? You know, so like it, it was a cool spot, but I, you know, I, I think that this, that this is a one spot match. It's this how, it's this how. match just it screams of a filler. Yeah, it screams of title hunt filler. We have we don't know what to do with Reigns. We don't want to put somebody big in with Reigns here at Hell in a Cell. We want to save it something big for Reigns for SummerSlam. So we're gonna fill in Hell in a Cell with. Rey Mysterio. It's a filler. Yeah, ba basically yeah. what you're saying is like, we have to have Reigns have a card on the match, so ergo. Yes. 
That's what yep. it's screaming that. I don't understand why this is happening other than filler. I bet you how much you want to bet how much you want to bet that next next month at Money in the Bank we get Roman Reigns versus Dominic. Oh my gosh. I I'd, I'd almost be willing to put actual actual money on that. Like I put I five points so. on Dominic just because I hate it. And and no, I and I, I don't I, I don't I don't think so. I think I think we we we'd sooner get Ray versus uh, Reigns again. Um, but I you know I think that they're probably going to be a little, a little bit more calculated with uh, with, with with Dominic. I, I could saying, be wrong, I'm, but I'm just I'm just saying it's 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 next month is going to be a filler anyways. So for Reigns, it's going to be a filler till SummerSlam. So why like let's just put him in with fucking Jared Listerman for all I care. I don't care. Fucking powerbomb Jared Jared Listerman all the way down, all the way down from the sixty second floor all the way down to the first floor of KDKA news station. Fuck it. Why not? Cause reasons. Now his corpse is still hanging out in the lobby waiting for us. Yep. <laughs> hey, um, so somebody mentioned uh the best bout machine earlier on when we were talking about whatever match, and I don't remember. Um, how do you how do you feel about uh? the the fuckery at uh at the impact pay-per-view there beef with uh because we kept we kept debating whether or not you know which which what's going to be the first title that kenny omega loses and we were all thinking it might have been well, this might have been the one well why don't we have our uh our our uh our uh, trove of knowledge mr beef the legend fill in folks on what happened beef yeah tell me what happened because i didn't even read it I'll be honest. I don't want to talk about Kenny Omega. We've spent okay. probably over two hours of talk time on him in the last month. Um, he, Did he lose the belt? Nope. He nope. wanted. He he he, he retained at um, the Impact pay per view with the help of the Good Brothers. Um, so now he faces Sammy Callahan at uh, Bound for Glory for the Impact title. Um, I you know I. I think it would have been a smart play to take that belt off of him, but you know, I think again, I think AEW is reserving that right for them. So we'll we'll see how we'll we'll see how Triple Mania goes. Uh, Triple Mania comes up here, um, I think, in July, which is where he's facing um, Andrade for the uh, for the mega title. So I can that... see Andrade pulling that belt off him. I could. Well. And it would work out well because if he pulls the belt off of him, guess what? Andrade's on AEW now too. So like he could always pull the hey, I beat you once, champ. But I don't know, man. I, I just like I and I don't want it to make it seem like my steam is dying out for Kenny Omega. I, I still love Kenny Omega. Uh, I still love the character. I just I you know, nothing has changed between what we talked about a week ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, then now. So I, I just I just feel like until something big happens with Omega, um, you know, we 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 can talk about other things going on. But that's just me. If you guys want to talk about Omega, fuck it, we'll talk about Omega. Now the only the only thing I was gonna say is that uh, it, and I I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought I thought I remember saying that um, when we were talking about. Sammy Callahan being in the title picture and you said, you know, you'd be uh you'd be more apt to see Moose take it off of Kenny than than I Sammy would. Callahan. I um would. so I, I wonder if they're still gonna work Moose in and have it be like a triple threat then. 
Which would make I, a ton of sense. That way right. Omega can lose the belt without being pinned. I, I think I think that could be the way that they do it. Just we'll have to we'll we'll keep our ears to the ground on that one. But I but I wanted to throw that out there real quick to see if Impact's that's... weird. You know, I don't Yeah. They're I don't know, man. Like the Good Brothers barely wrestle on Impact anymore unless it's with Kenny Omega. I swear we see them more on AEW than we do with Impact. This this whole thing's kind of wonky, uh, and I'm here for it. It's 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 the good kind of like, huh? That's interesting. Uh, keeps keeps the uh, the oil in the engine going, but um, I don't know, man. Impact is going to impact, and I think they're just going to impact it up all over themselves. So. <laughs> so so uh, how was uh, how was the cameo of one Tripper in your house? Oh, it was perfect. Oh, man. it was he, hilarious. It was hilarious. He, did, he knew his role on the card, and he played it to a T. Uh, describe for me what what happened, because I did not get to watch NXT he did, at all. He did a lot of <gasps> he did a lot of like the classic schlocky stuff, like going, "Hey, if you're really enjoying the event, check out this merchandise at www.shopwwe.com." And then, like, wrestler, he had a lot of, like, interaction with wrestlers. Like, he did the whole thing with Hit Row, and that was really cool. And then, like, he was talking about, what is it called, Karate Fighters? The, like, basically, yeah. like, Rock'em Sock'em robots, but, like, they did karate kicks. And, of course, his opponent for that was uh, Dexter Loomis, uh, Ransom's uh, NXT analog. And they were fighting and everything. They were doing the thing. And then... In the middle of their little game, Todd, Todd Pettengale goes, so how are things with the ladies? And he just, and Dexter Loomis stops fighting and just looks up at it. Oh, no, just, the Matrix. The Matrix has poot. No, but not on the recording, so you're going to just listen to me. What? Yep, I was going to say, here's the part where poot says, hey, it's on the recording. It's, yep. it's on yep. mine, it's on the end. It's on the recording, it's fine. Sons of bitches. Yeah, it's uh, on the recording. I, you know, it's fine. Ah, damn, Matrix. I liked his little thing with the the um, the VHS. I thought that was a little like you know, little reachy, but it was still funny. Um, where he basically had a VHS tape of somebody's promo he wanted to run, and they were like, uh, I think it was Mackenzie was like, uh, we don't have VHS anymore. And he's like DVD, and she's like, no, we we don't have DVD. Yet. He's like, all right, well. I'm gonna run a step to the truck, <laughs> and uh, you know it, 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 was, it was good for a good flaw. It was good uh, flaw. Yeah, exactly. All right, are we really that far removed from DVDs? Like, God. Uh, yeah, we know. are, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. Really, like, we are. Blu-ray, Blu-ray was here for a cup of coffee, and then fucking everybody's digital now. Everything's yeah. digital. Everything's now, digital. So. Like, you can still buy Blu-rays, but why? There's no reason. Um, well, I still jerk off manually. So. Well, um, <laughs> wow. Well, you know, I mean, well, we don't. I mean, it's you a got, big you Lebowski gotta, quote. Use your use use your time in the new house when you don't have cable to watch the Big Lebowski. Then watch the Big Lebowski. Well, then you should have gotten well, the quote. Well, then you gotten the quote. Yay, 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 yay. All right. So if anyone here notices all of a sudden a big drop in the recording quality yet again on a Thursday night, every other night, no problem, no problem with the uh, the Bardic Internet here. 
But then always on Thursdays, during podcast time, that's whenever Atlantic Broadband decides to shit the bed. And it always is very inconvenient. Atlantic Broadband, you're trying to get between me. You're being a cock block for this podcast. And I don't... You're being a talk block for this podcast. And I don't... I don't appreciate it. So for anyone listening, I apologize. It's on my end. And I'm, I'm sorry. And I'm just as mad as you. Anyway, gentlemen... Resume. I don't even remember what we were talking about because we talked about so well, much else. Yeah, what I were some of the highlights from from in your house? Was it we yeah. talked about in your house? We, we yeah haven't. yeah we, were, we we kind of talked about Bob Pettengill. So um, you know, all right. Um, I'm gonna throw this out there. Um, I'm gonna be the bad guy. I Uh-oh. wasn't wild about in your house. Um, oh my! It was, a, it was a good show. Now. I've taken some, I've I've taken some flack uh, from the aforementioned online community um, about my view on this, uh, comparing it to AEW, and I and I know that they're not analogous. I know that that, that that apples and oranges. I understand every bit of that. The double or nothing is a like major pay per view for them. In your house is not a major. I, I get every bit of that, but at the end of the day. As a consumer, as I'm sure everybody is, because of their relative um, talent, because of their ratings being so close, because of the fact that they were head-to-head for almost a year and a half, it, it's going to get comparative. All right, It's so, easy to compare the two. That's what it is. It's it, easy to compare it, the two. Uh, so especially whenever AEW had a pay-per-view, what, two weeks ago, uh, and then NXT has one. It's like, okay, well, this is fresh in my mind, so here's what I'm gonna compare it with. Um, so, I'm, so I know, uh, yeah, again, I, I know it's analogous, um, but I, you know, I I thought the six man tag was really good. Um, a lot of people have a problem with the that match in general being on the card. Why that, is there a reason why? Well, because they think that it should have been split. That there should have been a tag team title match and North American title match, not. Oh. And North America, because that basically led to an aforementioned or um, uh, a foregone conclusion as to who's going to be winning that match. Yeah. Oh, I which see. is understandable, especially <laughs> whenever you had Mercedes Martinez versus uh, Zia Lee being meh uh, at best. Um, I was I was I, really I, curious about how that how good that match would be or not, and um, I, it was I, okay. It, it had a very sudden end. Okay. Uh, and then the, the aftermatch was probably as long as the match where really? Mercedes beat up. Yeah, Mercedes beat up Boa, Mercedes beat up Zayali, and then she got in a stare down with uh, Tion Cha, I think his name. Let's just, call her, um, let's just call her Spooky Chang. I don't know. That's. Oh! I mean. Scary dragon lady. I think. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, May. Uh, May. May. May Lin. May Lin. And correct. May Lin is her name. Uh, anyway, she. Uh, like she did the stare down with May Lin, and then May Lin used the tongue and death grip, which, which I'm cool with. I like the tongue and death grip. I think it's a cool move for her. But it's like, like here's this lady that you've been talking about being this like great old one to borrow a turn of phrase. Um, the being this like larger than life, like thousand year old character, and now she's all of a sudden like using tongue and death grip to put people down with. I don't know, man. Like, 
that you should just use telekinesis fuck it why not right exactly like it honestly <laughs> like that that may make a little bit more sense i don't know man like i don't think that she should be involved at all physically um i i think that this angle has taken its legs and i think that it has walked around a bit and i think that it's time for uh, Tian Sha to go away, but they're not going to uh, because they put a lot of effort into them. Yeah. So, uh, poor Gamcha. So, like that, I think <laughs> had, that that was a real glaring problem. Um, everything else was just like above, you know, at or above the level by a little bit. Uh, the five man match at the end was really good. I uh, really enjoyed that. They, they they did a killer job of uh, not just so they did a killer job of like teaming up with one another in ways that you wouldn't suspect. Um, like double team maneuvers and things like that that kind of came out of nowhere that you looked at and you go, oh, that's cool. I know that's innovative. Um, a lot of people... At, I was going to say, look at the participants that you had. I mean, you, right. you had... Now, I, I know we've said that before. You can have two great workers and they just have bad chemistry. Um, there, there was something I think that happened in AE on the last AEW. Baker w versus uh, Yes, yes, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that it, it just kind of it fell flat uh, in ring performance wise until um, like the last three minutes, right? Yeah. Um, so I mean, I get. I guess it's not a foregone conclusion given the participants for the for the five way match that you were going to get this banger of a match. Um, you can still have that anomaly happen, but I, I think I think it's one of those cases where you know you have you have guys that you you know when you have anything with like when you have a triple threat or higher that you know there's always time for rest for people on the outside and stuff like that. So we've seen we've seen a lot of these people work with one another one another in the past. And it's always been killer, you know, given whatever various combination it's been. Um, so, so I think it would have been safe to say it would have been a foregone conclusion that this was going to be a technically a good match in the ring. Um, like, uh, somebody described carrying, carrying Cross as the square peg in the round hole in NXT. And, like, I don't like that, but at the same time... I get it, I understand it, and like that <laughs> makes a lot of sense, honestly, because when you start stacking guys up in a match where there are multiple people and they're all like punitive compared to carrying cross. Like carrying cross is a big deal. So whenever you put like your four other best talents in NXT and he's like head and shoulders bigger than them and he's like bigger mass wise um it's tough but that makes things on nxt tough to kind of like swallow and believe that anybody's gonna be cross um so i right now i'm i'm really going in, into what they're doing with carrying you're cross. gonna I am, but. yeah but you're you're you know you absolutely know because they laid out these these plans specifically <clears throat> and these stipulations uh, of how Joe, uh, how Samoa Joe can interact with the roster and everything like that, you know for a fact that you're going to get Joe Cross. Oh, he's coming back. Like they, they would not have brought him back on NXT 
and they wouldn't have like stared at him across and him with him with Dunn and him with Cole if they didn't plan on using him and using that in the future. Um, we oh, having- hold up, hold up here for a second. So I read some. I read Samojo had been brought back into NXT, but I guess what I had read, or what I guess I had insinuated from what I had read, is that he's going to be an on-air talent, not an in-ring talent. Are you saying that that's red herring? So right now he is Regal's heavy. He like Regal came out on NXT and said, you know, I've done this for a long time, and I really appreciate everything. Like a big heartfelt tear tear felt goodbye and then joe's music hit and he comes out and uh actually i'm sorry before that happened carrie cross comes out and like you know what regal just get out just leave that's what you're doing just get out of here and then joe comes out and regal's like hey you know I, I want you to be my successor and joe's like nope not doing it but what i will do is i'm gonna make sure you get the respect around here and regal said okay but if you're gonna do this you have to do it by my rules, which means that no physical no physical altercations unless you're provoked, and no in-ring competitors. So I think that they're going to be using him down the road as an in-ring competitor. I think that he's just not there yet. So oh. they have to be very careful with what they're doing with him. But as I said, they set up a moment with him and Karrion Cross in the ring, like they were basically eyeball eyeball. Um, they set up a thing where he put Adam Cole to sleep because Cole and Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly were brawling still, so he put Cole down to sleep. And then uh, he had a big stare down with Pete Dunn as well. Uh, so uh, so you he, think it's a four? So he will at some point be back as an in-ring competitor in NXT? I believe so. And uh, even, even Walter got in on the fun. He posted on Twitter a little emoji with like a little monocle, like, hmm. Like, so, you know, I, I That's think it's pretty funny. Yeah, man. Oh my God, I yeah, I I would literally pay to see a Joe and Walter match. But, oh my uh, gosh, that would be a killer. So I mean, but like, I, I honestly think Wednesday's NXT was as good or better than at your house. Um, really? I, I just yeah, I, I just it, it it didn't do anything for me. Um, and you know, let wow. let let the hate mail throw flow, flow through you. You guys know the email address. Feel free to feel free to shoot me up all the opinions that I'm wrong about. But at the end of the day, um, I, I just, were, were there people that were shitting you because you weren't blown away by, it and they thought some sort of spectacular event? No, the idea that the premise is that expectations were too high, and I'm like, yeah, it's full of course expectations are going to be. And they're like, oh, oh, it's so great. I'm like, oh man, I I have a real hard time looking at any event, NXT takeovers, and doing this was a big one. This, that I, I don't it's been a big one. And this was okay, or this was good. I think it's been a long Um, So I think the last thing we were, we were talking about was. um was NXT and how really the in your house, according, you know, in Beef's opinion, and I, I don't have an opinion on this because, uh, you know, Sunday was, was a busy day for me and I don't watch the weeklies cause I don't have the cables. Um, Beef was saying that, you know, in your house really wasn't all that better than this past weekly episode of, of NXT. And, 
I don't know, like, I, I, okay, like I get it. The in your house wasn't one of the major ones, sure. But at the same time, I feel like if you're gonna follow AEW, and I, again, like Beef said, I understand AEW's event was one of their big ones. But if you were compared to AEW, much like NXT is, like NXT and AEW are really compared to each other. If you're gonna follow an AEW show with a special event of your own, even if it's not one of the big ones. I would still think you would want to try and pull out all the stops and make it super impressive. Like, am I out of line in thinking that? At least make it an A minus instead of a solid B. You know, like, yeah. just things like that. Little things. I don't know. I, yeah, I, like, Beef, am I, am I out of line in thinking well, that? Or... And I mean, to be fair, I think it speaks well of NXT's weekly show that I'm comparing the weekly show and the takeover. Uh, so don't think that I'm like, oh, man, TakeOver was awful. It was so bad that the weekly show... No, man. I'm saying that this week's NXT was really good and that TakeOver was good. Not really okay. good, just good. But, like, a really good weekly show and a good TakeOver are damn near analogous. So that, I think, is... Uh, again, like, I'm not shitting on anything. We have high... I, I'll speak for myself, I have high standards. Um, for NXT and AEW, the talent that is in those rosters, and people are going to come at me if we you know people were to listen. <laughs> but, <laughs> excuse me. Um, people will come at me saying, oh, well, NXT is developmental. Yeah, you know what? You can fucking play that song and dance all you want. The minute that they took Finn Balor back to NXT, the minute yep. that Samoa Joe signed back to NXT like it was a separate fucking company, Yep. Well, the, the nope. minute the minute that Adam Cole signed, he's not he's not a, he's not somebody that's a fucking yeah. rookie. Like it's yeah, it's, Adam Cole's not a developmental talent. He's it's well, a mixture. It's a mixture. There is developmental talent there, and yes, that's that's fine. But it, it's it. I feel to me, yeah, man. Mm. Uh, it's you. You have to look at it as a third brand, especially when. I'm going to say it, the majority of the internet wrestling community favors NXT over the main roster. How many times do we sit here and shit all over Monday Night Raw? You know, SmackDown holds its own, but it's still kind of eh. But you look at NXT and they they do it right. They book it right. Uh, yep. they, they rarely, they, you know, they rarely miss out on opportunities given to them that come their way. Like, you know, it. I I shudder. I shudder to think what Vince McMahon would have done with somebody like Cameron Grimes. Um, oh. You know, when when he came back from when he came back from injury, they took real life events because Cameron Grimes, you know, invested in some cryptocurrency and you know made a sizable money, a sizable bit of money off of it or whatever. And they took that story and just cranked it up to 11. It's exactly the same thing that made, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's the greatest error ever or anything like that, because we've talked about that before. But it's what mm -hmm. made the Attitude Era um, as favorable as it was, character-wise. Not overall, yep. overall storyline-wise, because we had some really fucked up, stupid shit. But the characters themselves, Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, 
Real life personalities, crank it up to 20. And that's exactly what NXT does with their with their booking and with their storytelling, their creative. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't view NXT as just a quote unquote developmental brand. You can get fucked if you think that's that's only the case. When you have world world season and world traveled superstars that have wrestled in New Japan and Ring of Honor and everywhere else, I I get it that everywhere else is different than WWE and yes, you have to learn the WWE system, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these guys aren't new to wrestling. They're not new to wrestling. Johnny Gargano, fucking, you know, Karrion Cross. You know, Karrion Cross, he may be new to NXT, but guess what? Not a rookie. Not by any means. No. So don't And I think Beef is right too when he said that, you know, and, and I don't think it's just Beef. So no, I like I don't I don't think Beef is is alone in saying that that we hold NXT to higher standards. Absolutely we do. Because of their track record because of the things they've done in the past. How many events have we watched that came from Raw and SmackDown that we've gone eh, whelmed eh. at best? Yeah, we're whelmed at best. And how many events? Like, I can't, I don't even think it's comparable to say how many times we come out of watching a WWE Raw or SmackDown pay per view going, eh, I was whelmed at best, and come out of watching an NXT pay per view going, eh, I was whelmed at best. I don't really think that there's a comparison. NXT usually knocks it out of the park. And because they perform so well, I think that's why we hold them to such higher standards than a Raw and a SmackDown pay-per-view event. And and look at because the... Because so many times they've knocked it out of the park. Well, and look at the last time that a, a quote-unquote main roster pay-per-view uh had something really so good night one of wrestlemania and then what happened night two we got a big old fat black bucket of goo a big middle finger popping out of it going fuck you guys and the fiend and everything else that you held dear and you were looking forward to go fuck yourselves because reasons you don't get that from nxt you just don't right so when nxt does not put on a blockbuster match Oftentimes, yes, we do pick at it a little bit oh, yeah. because we hold it to that higher standard, I what? think. And I don't think that we're wrong in doing that. No, no. We're, we're going to give credit where credit's due, and and there's going to be constructive criticism where it needs to be. I, I can't remember which takeover it was. Um, it was it was one of the ones it might have been. It might have been with uh, Gargano versus Cole. Uh, that whole NXT title, uh, that saga, or it was, it was either that one or the one with like the tag team ladder match that had like Street Profits and Red Dragon and whoever else. Um, oh, fucking Forgotten Sons, and I can't remember if there was a fourth one. I feel like there was, um, but I think it was that NXT Takeover event. And we said, like, you know, all the matches on the card were, like, really, really good, except for, at that particular time, the NXT women's title. And it was just one of those things where we are like, it wasn't technically a bad match. It was just that we were emotionally drained from being so overly excited at everything that happened before and after it. Like, we needed that, we needed that break, and it just so happened, booking-wise, that that's where that break fell. 
And if yep. you looked at the overall booking of the card, we were like, well, there's really no other way you could have done it. So, you know, it's it's to nobody's fault. It's just the it's just the adrenaline roller coaster that you go on when you're watching a high caliber show such as a takeover. It, it's bound to happen. Well, yep. and I mean, there is something to be said with them. Uh, this being the takeover between WrestleMania and SummerSlam. Like, obviously, this is not one of your big, you know, quote-unquote big four right. uh, pay-per-views. I I understand every bit of that. And, again, be real. We can be critical of AEW, too. When something does not live up to the expectation that we put on it, we, because we spend so much time talking about the main roster follies, how they've messed up, how they're going to mess up in the future, and how we loathe everything that Vince McMahon seems to touch. It's only fair that we do the same with NXT and AEW. The problem is, is that NXT and AEW doesn't give us those kind of things to talk about that often because they normally hit it out of the fucking park. Right. And yep. and, and we've been we've been more than fair whenever the main roster does do something right, a la mm-hmm. the... A la the um, uh, Oh my God! The the universal title match between uh, Roman and Cesaro, whenever it happened, right. oh like, yes, like yep. that, and the triple threat match, uh, the triple threat WWE title match between Strowman, Lashley, and McIntyre. We said those were the two, you know, those the the those two matches knocked it out of the park, and storytelling wise and everything with that Cesaro match, it you couldn't have you couldn't have painted a, a more perfect picture with that. It was great. Yep it left things open for, you know, Cesaro to come back in because he didn't, he didn't get pinned. He didn't get submitted. Uh, you know, he passed out. That was it. Um, and, and just the, the, everything was so good about that. So yeah, we, we sang its praises up and down. Now then, you know, we turn around and we're like, ah, why? Like you gave us a filet mignon there. Now you're going to give us, fucking dog food in a can or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck it. I don't know. No, you're not wrong. I just, you know, I I don't know. Like, and at the end of the day, I'm sure that that's what it is. That, like, if I compare In Your House to, like, any main roster pay-per-view outside of WrestleMania SummerSlam Survivor Series this year, it's probably not, it, it's probably going to be, like, way better than those things. I understand all of that. It's just it's it's one of those things where, you know, when um when much is given, much is expected, you know, or or or, or to quote um Uncle Ben, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Yep. Like if 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 you have talents the caliber of, you know, Karrion Cross, Adam Cole, Jonah Gargano, Io Shirai, Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai, I could go on. I'm going to expect you to put on a banger of a show every single time. Honestly, I think a lot of it falls on the um, Martinez versus Xia uh, um, um, Li match. It felt out of place. It did not feel like a takeover-worthy match. You know what felt like a takeover-worthy match? Fucking Champa and Thatcher versus the Grizzled Young Veterans. I credit NXT for taking a shot and trying and, and again I'm, I'm i'm not gonna i'm trying not to go down this road too too much but the whole tion shaw thing i i give them credit for trying it this this whole like supernatural thing with 
with Maylin and, and, you know, all this other stuff. I, I give them credit. It's something that's kind of outside of their wheelhouse, but they're like, you know what? We're going to give it a shot. Um, I will never understand why that match bumped Thatcher versus Thatcher and Ciampa versus the Grizzled Young Vets because they put on an outstanding match on NXT this week. Um, there's no reason it shouldn't it should not have been a takeover. So that that had me scratching my head. And um, Gonzalez versus Ember Moon wasn't the best. It wasn't terrible, but um, it, it wasn't you know. It wasn't like, oh my god, I go back. You know, it, it, it was a win from Gonzalez, which I think is what she needed. So, um, I don't know. It, it, it's serviceable. I, I, I guess we'll see what they do with the next takeover. Um, you know, presumably in Las Vegas. Um, I don't know if they're gonna, you know, do the thing where they're where where they do the show uh, in the same city as WWE does. Although SummerSlams on Saturday this year. What? I forget why. Yeah, yep. SummerSlam's on Saturday night this year. I, I forget why. SummerSlam Saturday. Summer. Oh. I think something maybe being hosted at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, so I don't know how that's all going to play out. Very we'll convention. See. Probably. I don't know. Oh God. Okay. Um, <laughs> well. Yeah, no, furry convention, no, baby. No, no kink shame. Furries are cool. You do your thing. No. It's not around me. Um, I just had to think of the most random thing I could think of, and I was like, eh, furries, why not? But yeah, um, so so I, I think I think there's something like preempting SummerSlam being on... Uh, and who knows, like, that may change between then and now. But uh, yeah, so uh, if, if if they do do a takeover in New... Uh, <laughs> I almost said New Vegas. Uh, Nevada, <laughs> New Vegas. In, in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, they'll have to do it on, like, Friday night or something. Um, so we'll see how all that plays out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and, and the other big thing you know that, that happened this week is what we talked about was uh, Samoa Joe coming back um, as the heavy for Regal, and uh, really kind of putting himself into position for uh, further feuds coming up um, when he gets released to uh, come back. So, um, you know, it's exciting. I'm I'm still very. I hate, 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 hate. Ooh. AEW being on these fucking weird ass nights, man. How much longer do we have to go along with that? Like, how how much longer until the NBA playoffs are over? It can't be more than a month. Okay. I, I I think that they're in the. I know hockey's in the finals right now. Yeah. And they typically mirror each other or are very close. So they're either in the conference finals or the finals. I'm looking at them now, but yeah, it can't be yeah, much I was, longer. I was about to do the same thing. I know, I, I if I'm not mistaken, I think the uh, who the fucks in the NHL finals? I want to say it's Vegas and somebody else. Yep, yep. It's uh, no, it's um Tampa Bay and uh, the Islanders. Ta- wait, what? Tampa Bay and the Islanders? Mm-hmm. How does that work? No, I, no, that can't be right. That that has to be conference because they're in the same. Yeah. Hang on. All right. Anyways, while I don't understand sports, what's that? Yeah, I said I don't understand sports. I, yeah. I was gonna say I definitely don't. I I definitely don't follow basketball at all. The only thing, the only thing that I know anything basketball related was what something that uh, Mark Madden was talking about about somebody being vaccinated or not or whatever and th- this whole hubbubaloo about John Madden. No, that's not right. John Madden. John Madden. John Madden. 
I, 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 um, I, I. <laughs> so basketball is still in the semifinals of the conferences. Okay. So um, they are look look like they're at the tail end of the uh, semifinals. So basically, they'll have the conference finals and then they'll have the NBA finals. Okay. So um, that could conceivably go through mid July. So yeah, God. yeah. Um, but. <laughs> They are, I mean, AEW's doing everything they can, man. Um, they're going back out on the road. Yeah. Uh, they have some great events coming up that are lined up. They just announced their first uh, their first show in New York State. Uh, I think it's going to, I think in, in, in New York. It may not be New York State, but uh, they're, they're going to be doing a, a pretty big arena in Queens. Okay. Um, so that's coming up, I think, either late August or early September. Um, so they're, they're, they're doing what they can. Uh, but it's just, you know, you can't, you can't make people jump through hoops to try and watch a television show, you know, like yeah. have it on Wednesdays. And, and, and again, I, I get, they can't do anything about this. And this is going to be something where they're the move to TBS is going to be, uh, is going to be beneficial to them because they won't get preempted near as often. Well, I was going to say the only, the only thing that they may get preempted for would be baseball. Right. And that would only be in the you know, September ish, because once it goes to like, you know, once, <clears throat> once baseball goes deep into the playoffs, um, I think ESPN and Fox kind of take over. So do they, I, um, I wasn't sure how deep and I wasn't sure how far into the playoffs the TBS would have it. Cause I, I think they only have first round. Cause, I I, think. Cause I'll say this as much as I don't follow basketball, I, I still don't. I, I definitely don't follow basketball cause I don't care about basketball baseball yeah. i could barely stand watching it's it's too it's too slow and too boring for me and i refuse to uh i refuse to recognize the baseball team that uh currently resides in our fair city because they're barely a team and you know fuck bob nutting so that's right i don't care come at me come at me bob nutting i don't give a fuck go fuck yourself Anyways. oh my goodness this is harsh yep uh, Wednesday, September twenty second is uh, AAW Grand Slam. That's oh, what nice! Calling a Dynamite Grand Slam in uh, in the Arthur Ashe Stadium in uh, Queens, New York. Okay, never even heard of that place, but that's cool. That's, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, AAW does the AAW does the smaller arenas, right? Like most of the time. Yeah, like if people if people hear about an event coming from Pittsburgh, they're gonna think <laughs> Console Energy Center, or they would have thought of like Mellon Arena back in the day. They're not gonna think of the Peterson Event Center. But I mean, it's, no. you know, but it's still the pizza, nice, a nice venue. It's, you know. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that's that's about where they need to be for 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 your 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 weekly shows, you know, put them in the small. Because I mean, remember when Raw first started, they were only in the Manhattan Center and the Manhattan Center sat maybe like 5000. Yeah, <clears throat> not, not not a lot. So, you know, baby steps and, you know. Obviously, the pandemic has hampered AEW's growth because who knows where it would be had we not just clicked, you know, clipped out a year of our lives. Right. <clears throat> yep. But um, that's true. You know, so I mean, I'm I'm fine with them working these like you know, ten grand arenas. Like that's that's fine, <laughs> man. Uh, and then you know, if you want to have your pay per views in the bigger, you know, the the hockey barns and such, like great, do that. Um, I still think it's a big deal, though, too, that AEW is going to have their first event in New York. That's pretty much WWE's backyard. Yeah. So, really, I think that's a, you know, yes, it's a smaller arena. It's a smaller venue. 
but still that's WWE backyard territory, which is yeah. kind of a big deal. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I 100% agree. And I mean, I don't, you know, everybody likes to downplay the whole, you know, AEW versus WWE. It's not about that. It's about competition. It's about, you know, uh, it's not about competition. Right? It's, it's, it's about uh, uh, the, the business thriving again. Um, but but bottom line here is that, um, you know, they're. I don't see it across. I don't see it as a shot across the bow of WWE, but at the same time, I'm sure that Vince McMahon is aware that they're running shows in New York, New York. You know. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. I mean, you only you only have so many you only have so many arenas and uh and spaces that you can go whenever you're whenever you're touring around the country. I mean, like you know, look look at Florida. You know, you got you got Daly's place, AEW. You know, and then uh. You have, you know, WWE with, uh, you know, shit at full sale or whatever, or the C or CWC there now. Um, so, I mean, you know, they're, they're bound to, there's bound, there's bound to be a time where they're going to be very close to one another. I, w I would love to see just not, not, and I don't, I don't want to put this not for, oh my God, I want to see somebody go out of business. I don't want to see that at all. But I do want to see healthy competition. How great would it be if we had a situation that kind of harkened back to whenever we almost had the DX invasion on WCW, like they were, you know, uh, oh, so close, gosh. so close in proximity. Um, what if we got that with WWE and AEW now, current day, um, you know, where they're in the same town? Something like that. Like, what if we got a night where WWE was in Console Energy Center and fucking AEW was in the Pete? How fucking great would that be? Like, that'd be awesome, right? You know, what it I mean? would be um, the it would be the exact opposite of what happened with WWF almost invading WCW. It would be the exact opposite. WWE wouldn't send people wouldn't send talents and cameras towards the AEW event. Oh, no, you're and not I, wrong. You're not I believe wrong. that it, that's multifaceted because A, Tony Khan and especially Cody, if WWE sent people there, AEW would put that on their programming. Yep. Like WCW shut their doors and kept their wrestlers away and said, don't engage, don't do it, don't show it, nothing. AEW wouldn't do that. If WWE showed up, AEW would absolutely 100% put all of their cameras on that and they would film all that and they would put that on their show. They definitely would. So it's not going to be WWE doing it. It's going to be AEW. If, if it were to happen, it would be AEW going to a WWE event. And I believe, honestly, as long as McMahon's still in charge, I believe you'd see the exact same thing play out where they would go to like a door to the arena and bang on it. And WWE would shut that door and pretend it's not happening. Yep. Yep. Uh, it, it, it is worth noting, uh, by the way, the uh, the Arthur Ashe Stadium where they're going to be holding uh, Dynamite but... has the capacity, at least for tennis, of uh, 23,771. That's going to be decreased a little bit for wrestling. Right. Uh, but, you know, not a ton more. Uh, MSG has a capacity of... Twenty thousand seventy nine. So, uh, 
MSG is gonna be is, is obviously more famous, but Arthur Ashe actually holds a bigger audience. Yeah, um, it's it's so. cra it's crazy because I remember hearing uh, I can't remember I might have been listening to like Busted Open or something the one time, but it, it's amazing how you know just the the legacy that MSG has. But the reason why they don't use it anymore is just because it's apparently so expensive to just logistically to to run things out of there. I, I don't know why it is and why it's cheaper at other places. I don't know if it's because of this built up prestige that MSG has or or it's uh, I don't know what I, if it has something to do with the building itself and it's just old and not updated to what they need to run their current stuff i i don't know but it i just found it fascinating that that's one of the reasons why they don't run uh you know they don't run out of msg like they used to it's just it's not cost effective that's why they moved to that's why they moved to running stuff out of barclay center and and other places like that yep yep and, and, and i'm sure that it's probably a little from column a a little from column b little msg saying hey we're msg so we're gonna charge you more Little from yep. column B saying, "Hey, we are you know the world's most famous arena." So, uh, I I would love you know. I would love to see AEW uh, operate out of Hammerstein Ballroom. Is that is it is that venue still available at all, or did like is it like shut down yeah, completely? Yeah, they just they they well you know who knows what happened with the pandemic, but they just ran that uh, um, the Raw like anniversary show here a couple years ago out of the Hammerstein or not the Hammerstein. No, that was the, the, the Manhattan center. Um, Hammerstein ballroom. I don't know, man. That's, that's, that would be an interesting venue as well. Yeah. Um, but what was the, what was the arena that Ross started in? The Manhattan center, the Manhattan center. I, yep. you know what I would really, and this is, this is the dick in me. What dick in me? Oh, oh no, uh, I didn't put this it there. Is the, uh, this is the asshole in me wanting to see it, but I would love to see AEW do a show in that arena, just just for funsies. Well, I think I think and I know it would get I know it would get picked apart as oh AEW's just trying to be assholes to WWE blah blah blah, but I'd still love to see it. Well, I was gonna say I think a lot of people there were some people that felt that uh, it was such a big deal whenever uh, Ring of Honor did a show out of uh, MSG because. That it's just one of those things like MSG. That's that's quote unquote WWE's, you know, little little yeah, like that's their arena, baby of the past. Yeah, you know. Yeah, can't be so. Yeah, even even the old ECW arena, I think I'd be a little tickled. Oh yeah, to see them do a show out of there. Absolutely, yeah. That's why I said I was like, I, I I would love to see uh I would love to see AEW uh do do a show out of hammerstein just just once even if it's just a one-off special thing like that's fine sure i mean you could put a dynamite on in one of those arenas and you know not a problem like you know it doesn't have to be a big ass arena every time yeah i'm trying uh, to be ready I'm, yeah i'm 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 just ready for for dynamite to get back on a set schedule man like because i just back you know, on wednesdays yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm excited about tomorrow night. They they have Hager versus Wardlow in an MMA cage match, so that's gonna be fun. Ooh. Um, and obviously next Saturday they have the big Saturday Night Dynamite with the Omega defending the title against Jungle Boy. I was just but about I mean, to ask if that had happened or not. Thank you for answering nope, that question. Next next Saturday. So I mean, it's just it's not like they're not putting together decent cards, but I don't know, man. Like to me. Last week kind of felt phoned in a little bit, a little bit, because you got some 
some weird matchups that I don't think you would have normally gotten, like Uno, like like Evil Uno versus um, Miro for the TNT title. I'm like, all right, you know, I, I like Evil Uno and all, but I mean, like, come on, come on, and, and you're seeing a lot more squash matches if 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 it's okay to still use the term in uh, in 2021. So like <laughs> enhancement matches, what? I guess is what I'm thinking. I was gonna say, why is it? Why is somebody has somebody made some? Oh, you the know, complaint? everybody's everybody's pissed off about anything anymore so you know oh, okay Got um it. but uh yeah you know in enhancement matches so like a, a lot of them are like foregone conclusions uh whereas like normally on dynamite you know they they'll they'll throw up some pick and matches you know some could go this way could go the other way or at least they'll be competitive um so with and I, and I can't blame them like with 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 the show being displaced for not putting out like their absolute best content uh, I think that that uh, Dynamite on Saturday next week is going to be pretty good. I I would imagine because it's a it's a prime time time slot, eight p.m. on a Saturday night. Like yeah, Saturday Saturday night's not you know the best, but hey, you know you're 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 getting an opportunity to run on a Saturday night, so you know take the ball and run with it. Yeah, uh, I'm 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 just ready for the things to get you know quote unquote normal for them again. Hey, uh, yeah, I think the um, the more they get on the road, I think the better the better shows we'll see. Mm-hmm. It'll get better. You know, uh, something did we, else. Do we have any stump the chumps this week? Ah, damn it. You took away my segue. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Fix we it in post, do. Poot. Here we go. I was just about to ask if, uh, I was just about to ask of getting back to get it get it back to normal. If we can get back on track to being champs instead of chumps again, do we have a stump the chumps? We do. Uh, we. We got last week's or the last time I think we 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 got that one. Yeah, I, I um, think I think we said we're we're holding ourselves to it minimum five in a row before we're right. champs. Right. So we we, we gotta get rolling ten. here. No, I I think we said five. Did we? All right. Um, I can't remember. I think. All right. So this comes from our friend the Midcar Maniac, who uh, you know, is competing for that choose weight title. So uh, oh, boy. you know, he 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 uh, he 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 Right. Um, all right. So here we go. Back in the day, WWE <clears throat> had a B pay-per-view called Over the Limit. What was the last title to change hands? Who won it? And who won it slash them? Uh, Over the Limit was pretty recent, right? Like, they just held it maybe 17. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think what over the limit then turned into. Did over the limit turn into fast lane? Yes, I believe so. Okay. I thought it turned into battleground. Ooh. Yeah, because oh shit. Or it was replaced if I'm by battleground. If if I'm remembering, I thought that over the limit was like in that weird between Royal Rumble and and uh, WrestleMania time frame. Mm. It might have been. Or it, you, now, now that you fucking say that, it could have been midsummer, like uh, Battleground was. So, <sighs> shit. Who knows? Because now everything's now everything's gonna be all fucked up whenever we in you know in the next five years when we have a stump the chumps because now hell in the cells in the summer. So you know, fuck me. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, what I if, thought it was like I thought it was early to late spring, like May June. The time over frame. over the limit. Okay. Yeah, over the limit. I. It's for some reason. For some reason, I think you're right that it's in the springtime. I feel like. 
I, I'm kind of signing with beef. I think it was a. I think it was an in between or between Royal Rumble and and WrestleMania, though. I think it was one of those. The I, problem I, is that early. The, the problem is like Hell in a Cell. They just move this shit willy nilly. Yeah, and you know, and then you one... and then you get some pay per views that are only here. Uh, you know, for for a small cup of coffee for a couple of years, and then they changed the name of it again. Like, you know, what the what the hell the, uh, what was the the one the battleground came out of? Wasn't there like capital punishment or something like that? That was there. That was that was a one time show. Capital I, I, punishment. It was a good. Yeah, because because they were running in DC. Yeah. Yeah. A, I I liked it, but it was just you know. Anyways, time. anyways, Bob. Uh, uh, so 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 I think it was. 17 or 18 was probably the last year for over the limit, if, okay. if I'm remembering correctly. Okay. No, uh, no. It would have no? been way before that. No, it would have been 11, 12, or 13. Oh, yeah, you know why? Yeah, because I remember us having a Stump the Chumps question about uh, the first fast lane or something like that, and that was uh, whenever the, the network first came out in, like, 14, so... Yeah, Branson, you're right. Over the Limit would have been back then in, like, 12 or 13. No. I'm pretty sure I've seen it Over the Limit live on the network. I... I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, you... you. So, <clears throat> the only thing I'm going off of is the WWE games. Um, They've had over the limit in the last couple uh 2k19 i'm fairly certain over the limit was a selectable arena yeah but they they've had some of those like old yeah 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 no, no, that no, haven't I, been I, around for a while you're you're not wrong that's why i was saying maybe 17 but you could be right i i, I definitely I think it was before that because i think it was replaced long before that I think I think Ransom's right on that one. So, Over the Limit was one of those ones where, like, it was like a gimmick pay-per-view because they had, like, that was, that was the same era of, like, Fatal 4-Way. Um, like, you guys remember whenever they had that, the, that, that, that show called Fatal 4-Way where that was the yep. gimmick of the show? Yeah. Yep. So that may have been that time frame. Uh, may, maybe late, you know, the, the, the late um, aught-teens... Or mid mid teams, uh, I should say, like the fourteen, fifteen. I, 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 yeah, okay. I, I, so, I don't believe I'll go back to that far. So, what's what's the question again? What was the last title to change hands, and who won it or them? So, I, okay, I'm gonna spitball something. Maybe this will help. Maybe it won't. Um, with over the limit for some reason, and I, I don't know if this was the right time frame. But for some reason, when I'm thinking over to the limit, I'm thinking the Randy Orton Kofi Kingston feud. Now I know that wouldn't have been for the title, but for some reason that comes to mind. Is that the right time frame? Twelve and thirteen, when they feuded. No, uh, no yeah, I don't no, think that so. was that was that was that was that was like maybe nine, ten. I think. Was it that early? Um, I think so. Um, so I think if I'm remembering right. And I think this was an over-the-limit pay-per-view, unless I'm thinking of the completely wrong pay-per-view, which is always a possibility. If I'm thinking of the limit, the last one that I think I can remember featured John Cena versus John Laurinaitis. 
like it's back when John Laurinaitis and John Cena were having their feud with people power and all that bullshit. Okay. okay. So I think that transpired in this event. And I think it was so long ago that there was still the Divas title. Like, I don't think it had yet been transitioned from Divas to Women's Championship. It was definitely still the Divas title, I believe. Oh, you're correct. You're correct with the with that, at least, because the Divas title didn't become the Women's title until the Women's Revolution. So that was like... Um, and Four years ago or so. Yeah, yeah. Yep, so you'll be right about that. So you... You're thinking very strongly that it was the Divas title match that uh, is, is no, no, I don't. Okay, no, I don't think I don't think it was that, but I think it was like in the Divas title era. Okay, and I think it was back during the Cena Laurinaitis feud because I think the last Over the Limit, if I'm remembering the correct pay per view, but I could be thinking of a different pay per view. I think this one had the Cena versus Laurinaitis, and if Cena won, there was some sort of stipulation where Laurinaitis lost power or something like that. I, I don't I don't know the exact stipulation. Wait, was this the but, one where he was fighting to get those people reinstated, like Eric Rowan and... Uh, Ooh. The, the uh, it might have like, been. Three people got fired, like, in, you know, non... non uh, I guess in kayfabe, like, you know, Lorne just fired yeah. people, and he was fighting for their careers. One of them was Eric Rowan. I don't remember the other two. It, it might have been, but that definitely wasn't the match that the Maniacs asked me about because there was no title on the no, line in that. Right, exactly. Right, but it's in and that wheelhouse. That I'm thinking about, there were multiple title defenses, but I think, I think there was only one title that changed hands at this pay-per-view. And for some reason, I th I'm thinking it's the Intercontinental title because, again, if this is the right pay-per-view, I think they did a battle royal for the number one contender for the Intercontinental title. And it happened like they had, they did the battle Royal and then the, they did the title match on the same pay-per-view. Okay. But I can't, I'm having a hard time thinking who was the champion and who was the challenger. But if I'm right, I need to think of who won the battle Royal to face the champion for the intercontinental title. So, um, put this into perspective. So, if this was after, because help me get there. If mm -hmm. this was in May, June, what WrestleMania would this have followed? Probably like 27, 26? Wait, if it's 12 so, or 13? So, I'm thinking 2012 was okay. the last time they had over the limit. So, what was the WrestleMania that happened in 2012? So would have been nine years ago uh and that would have been what was this year 37 right so that would have been 26 um so then <sighs> would cm punk have been the champion at that point mm. <sighs> wait what wait what wrestle no wait you said this was wrestlemania 37 this year right right so Ten, nine years ago would have been 26. 28, sir. 20... Yep, sure would have been. You're right. Yeah. Uh, so that would have been... 28 was Punk versus Jericho, uh, Cena versus Rock, Once in a Lifetime, Numero Un. Yeah. Um... Alber Alberto Del Rio versus Edge? No, At 28? That would have been... 28 with Daniel Bryan. No. Yes. No. 
Uh, <laughs> was there a crap. brand split? Was there a brand split at this point? Oh, most definitely. Raw and SmackDown? Yeah. 28 was Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus for the world title to open up. Uh, and then CM Punk versus Jericho for the WWE title. Um, I don't remember seeing... Oh, yeah, Cena versus The Rock for that, you know, that hunk of mesh. So... Because this would have been during the summer of Punk then. Um, so that. So the WWE title would not have changed hands at this over the limit if it was the summer of Punk. Right, 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 right. Um, so okay. it's not so that one. Who was was Cody? Was Cody Rhodes Intercontinental Champion around this? Era? Oh, he might have been. Ooh. I yeah, I think that's right. Okay. So Cody Rhodes lost the IC title to Big Show at WrestleMania twenty nine. So that tells me that he's probably at least in the mix at this point. Um, Maybe he's the one that won the Battle Royal. I don't remember Cody winning a Battle Royal for the title, though. Other names come to mind. MVP, he would have been on SmackDown with the U.S. title, though. Um, Matt Hardy. Shelton Benjamin. Uh... The Miz, the Miz would have been a safe the bet Miz, because he's, he's yeah. The held Miz it. would have been in that IC title era. Um, Christian, Dolph Ziggler, Christian Ziggler. Wait, oh, oh, oh! Did Christian win this battle royal for the number one contender spot for the IC title? Maybe. I think that might have been it. Okay. Because I think maybe Christian won the Battle Royal and then went on to face Cody and he beat Cody for the title. The IC title is the only one I think changed hands at this pay-per-view. You're probably not wrong. I can't, like, I can't place the U.S. title during this era, though. Um, no, I can't either. This was pre-Rusev, but I think... But if this was like... during a brand split, there wouldn't have been both on this show. Oh, good call. Good call. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what what point they like cuz they've gone back and forth a couple times where they've done like brand specific shows and then like, you know, gone to full shows. The last time that they ran brand specific shows, it didn't last for too long because they kind of started running out of steam. But yes. I think that that was the time after this time. I think that this time was part of the initial like Brand specific, yeah, brand specific know, events. So I think I if there was know, a battle man. royal for the IC title or for number one contender for the IC title, the US title would not have been defended on this pay per view. It would have right. been the IC title. Well, you seem pretty pretty set on the Intercontinental title. So I, and I mean, that's you're the only one that's got a beat on this. So we're just trying to help you get there. So if 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 you think that it, like the Christian won the Intercontinental title at this pay per view, I I I, I believe you. That's the only one that I can really think of because I honestly, the Divas title's up in the air. I don't think it changed hands, but I don't really even remember who was involved in it. It definitely wasn't the WWE title because it was, you know, going into the summer of Punk. So right, right, Punk right. wouldn't have lost the WWE title. I don't know about the tag team titles. I think this is back when Kofi was tagging with some rando. Mm -hmm. It may have um, even been like Evan Bourne or something. It might have been. 
Oh, the, the whole uh, air boom. Yep. Maybe, yeah. I don't remember that title change. Like, the, for some reason, the only title that sticks out in my mind is the IC title. And for some reason, I think that Christian won the Battle Royal. And I'm just going off of assumption here that if he won the Battle Royal, he probably would have gone on to win the IC title. Okay. Especially if it was Cody, maybe, that had it. Or even the Miz that had it. Or Ziggler, even. Yeah. Yeah, or Ziggler. Any of the three of them would have been a good foil for Christian, for sure. All right. I guess yeah, if I I'm... had to use if I had to use my best guess, I would say that it was Christian and the IC title, and Christian won. I'm okay. Uh, if we have to name who he beat, I'm not 100 percent on that. We do not. No, nope. okay. he's the, the he, he's that's what the last title uh, was uh, to change hands on it and who won it. So yeah, we'll we'll go with Christian and the Intercontinental title. So here we go. Uh, all right. He says, "I hate to admit uh, when I'm wrong, but I admit it. The Tuesday Open is really fun. You damn right it is, Pat. You damn right." Oh my gosh, the last Over the Limit was in 2012. The last title changed him to the Intercontinental title and Christian defeated Cody Rhodes. Holy fuck. Get the fuck out of here. Ransom, you are a fucking, like, savant when it comes to this stuff, man. Like, I might be a historian and all that, but you, like, watch these, like, weird fucking pay-per-views, like, and they just, like, strike a chord with you. That's Awesome. Now, so were we right yeah, on the like time? That's, that's what that WWE network does for me. Like I go back and I rewatch old pay-per-views. So, and... so were we right in thinking of the timeline when the pay-per-view pay-per-view was then? Does it, yeah, does it, it give was a 2012. Date? No, no. Well, was, but, uh, did oh. it give a month or anything? Did it say like February, whatever? He did can not. Somebody, can somebody Wikipedia I, that I'm going to, I'll, I'll wiki that. Go ahead. Um, But yeah, so, you know, uh, there you go. Oh, hey, we win again uh, because of Ransom big branding it. So, Maniac, as we are so love to do, thank you for sending us a question. We always love getting your questions, but at the end of the day, you lose, sir. <laughs> you get nothing. I love it when Beef gets up on the microphone like that. I know, gets right? Little, gets me a little excited in the so, trousers. So, by the way, just to give you a little history here, we're going back. And uh, Over the Limit only ran for three years. Uh, but we we it was in May. It was um, Over the Limit 2010, 11, and 12. Um, in May 23rd of 2010, 22nd, and then 20th, respectfully. So this one would have been May 20th, 2012. Uh, from the PNC Arena in Raleigh, North Carolina, and oh. and the main event somewhere, was somewhere pooches popped. I know, right? And the main event was John Laurinaitis versus John Cena in a no DQ match, where if Cena won, Laurinaitis would be fired, and anyone who interfered would be fired. Um, let me go to the specific. What replaced Over the Limit? Was it Battleground? That's a good question. Um. I don't know. Um, I don't oh, yes, yes, actually. That. Yeah, it does. It says Over the Limit was uh, was a uh, pay-per-view event produced by WWE. Um, it was the third and final event under the Over the Limit chronology. In 2013, Over the Limit was replaced by Battleground. So there you go. Um, Stupid Battleground. At least it wasn't Great Balls of Fire. Oh, <laughs> God. 
that that needed to <laughs> never have happened at all. Uh, let's look at uh, just for shits and giggles. We're gonna look at some of the matches here um, that happened at. We're gonna look at the matches that happened at Over the Limit 2012. Uh, Kane defeating Zack Ryder. Christian won by last eliminating the Miz in a in the Battle Royal for uh, winner getting the choice of the United States or Intercontinental Championship. Uh, oh, and obviously, okay. and then he took that. Uh, Kofi Kingston and R Truth uh, were uh, uh, Kofi and R Truth. I forgot they were ever a team. Uh, they had a WWE Tag Team Championship match. They defeat. They were the champs. They defeated uh, Dolph Ziggler and Jack Swagger uh, with Vicky Guerrero and tow. Uh, oh, geez. The singles match for the WWE Divas Championship had Layla, the incumbent, defeating Beth Phoenix. Uh, we had a fatal four-way match for the World Heavyweight Championship. It was uh, Sheamus as the champ defeating Alberto Del Rio uh, with Ricardo Rodriguez, uh, Chris Jericho, and Randy Orton. Uh, we had... Oh, so it wasn't just a pay-per-view. It was a dual pay-per-view. Right. Yeah, uh, we had Brodus, uh, Brodus Clay with the Funkadactyls uh, defeating The Miz in a singles match. Um the Miz pulling double duty that night as well, too. Look at that. Uh, Christian, oh, nice. Christian defeating Cody Rhodes for the Intercontinental Championship. CM Punk defeating Daniel Bryan. He uh, That was a singles match for the WWE Championship, which obviously Punk retained. <laughs> Ryback defeated Camacho with Hunico in a singles match. And then... Jeez. Uh, and then... four seconds. And then... Uh, yep, correct. And then John Laurinaitis defeated John Cena... Um, in that no DQ match, had Cena won, Laurinaitis would have been fired, and anyone who interfered would have been fired. Um, wow, Ransom, I can't believe you got there, man. Like, I'm you know, that's awesome. I love these old pay per views. I, I, I'm glad I don't like that. I watched a lot of the old ones way back in the day. See, yeah. and that's and that's why we're a great team because, like, my I I have a, a pretty robust knowledge of WrestleMania, so like, if I can get to the WrestleMania that that event was near, I can tell you who was in what title picture and why. Like, I I'm I'm pretty pretty accurate on that, yep. so I'm glad that I was able to get you in the ballpark with Cody Rhodes that uh, that got you there. Oh uh, yeah, 100%. I'm just I'm just looking at the uh, the posters now for for over the limit. The the one from 2010 had Edge, uh, looking like he's running right at your face, uh, with oh, the, I remember with the, that the one. speedometer yep. there. Um, over the limit 2012 had Orton making his you know angry gur face, like the I'm gonna RKO you face, but it didn't. Who did Orton face at that pay per view? Uh, he was in that fatal four way match with the World Heavyweight with Jericho and Sheamus um, and Bobby. Oh, okay. Oh, right. oh, over the limit 2011. So very fun looking. Uh, that that had I can't even tell who's in that. It looks like it looks like the Miz, and I don't know who he would have been feuding with. Oh, it's a okay. Uh, the Miz and Daniel Bryan. Uh, it has like Miz like looking like he's kind of like. Doing a jumping clothesline or choke slamming Daniel Bryan from like the mid to top rope, but there's like little flashes of color coming from them to show that they're falling fast. Blah, like <laughs> over the limits. Over the limit. It's, it's it's a very summery looking one, like just summer colors. I don't know. So 
All right. So before we burrito this, yeah, um, I think you know during one of our many breaks that we had tonight in the technical difficulties of the Pittsburgh Padres podcast, we did discuss. I think next week, and you know, I I believe this is all tentative because we haven't run this by Poot yet, and we don't want to make any decisions without consulting uh, our resident bard. But because we couldn't I think communicate, as long as the bard, <laughs> yeah, I think as long as the bard is in agreement, I think next week. Uh, for anybody who's listening, uh, we're going to do an episode of Breaking Kayfabe, and we're going we're gonna to harken back to our Among Us Breaking Kayfabe episodes. I think we're going to do another gaming night where we game with anybody who wants to play with us. I think we're going to try and do a Breaking Kayfabe Among Us if we can get enough people in there to have a decent game. If not, then we'll call an audible and just do a uh, a regular Breaking Kayfabe, but... For anybody who's listening, if you're available Thursday night of next week or uh, this week, depending on when you listen to this podcast, um, we're going to try and do a Breaking Kayfabe Among Us um, with anybody who wants to play. And uh, where do we want to have that hosted? What, what Discord? Do we want to do that in um, yours, Tom? Do we want to do that in... We could, we could, probably not the P3s. It um, depends on if we want to live stream. If we want to live stream it, we can do it from from my Discord. We can, we can talk the logistics of it after we burrito and and figure out what will be best. And we'll let, we'll let the general public know. Yeah. Good chance. Yeah. We'll put it in a Facebook page. I'm sure someone will make a video about it too. Yeah. And good chance if you're listening to this, you probably already are a member of one of those two Discords, either the Ransom Discord or the Tom. Casual gaming dad Discord, so uh, yeah, you know, we'll hopefully, uh, hopefully you are. We'll, we'll get we'll get logistics out there, but yeah, watch on watch on updates for that, and hopefully you can join us for a a, a round of sussery. Okay, um, yeah, and, and Tom, if you are wanting to do a live stream through Casual Gaming Dad, I am in no opposition to that at all. That I guess that all depends on if if you want to do it. If you want to do it, awesome. If not, we'll just record it. It's whatever you prefer to do, I think. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll figure that out. We'll talk about that here in a few. Um, anybody else got any other pressing issues that we need to bring up before before we burrito? No, I, I don't think I do. Pretty, pretty robust show. We got some picks in. We talked in your house. We talked Samoa Joe. You know, and we went off in the weeds on. Uh, on uh, Stump the Chumps, as we are want to do. So, yeah. But now, we have become extended in the molar. Yes, we have. So, <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up in a nice little tiny pastry corn fed husk whatever i don't know i I was trying to find it i was trying to find any other way to say burrito without having to say burrito but fuck it it's burrito time let's chalupa this thing let's chalupa gordita it's gordita time uh we want to thank everybody for listening to the pittsburgh power driver podcast and we also want to thank our sponsors uh first i'll just get myself out of the way you know it's not nepotism uh but we'd like to thank our very own uh resident tiger bomb tom Mr. Casual Gaming Dad, that's me. You should go check out my page over on Facebook or over on YouTube or over on Twitch at Casual Gaming Dad 84. Um, I try to do a variety of gaming. Now, I will say that um, this, uh, the rest of this month here in June and going into July is going to be a little wonky with the streams uh, just because I'm in the process of moving uh, Tiger Bomb Tom LLC headquarters from 
one end of Pittsburgh to the other. Uh, so that is, that's all in the works. Uh, but I usually try to get uh, some fairly regular Monday night, uh, either Mario Kart or Super Mario Party going on for you guys on the Switch. Tuesday nights is Among Us where we always have a blast. And uh, everybody here from the P3 usually participates there. Wednesdays is kind of the uh, question mark to be determined what game I want to play. And literally last night, I had no idea what I wanted to do, so I popped in Super Metroid. And finally, finally got that freaking, uh, you know, 13th completion to the criteria that I normally do. Because we were at like 13.75, then 13.8, then 13.85, just like, because I just kept fucking it up. So, but anyways, that aside... Go check out Casual Gaming Dad. Uh, you can join Casual Gaming Dad's Corner over on Facebook where if you yourself are a streamer or if you have your uh, streamers that you watch on your own or whatever, that's the place for you, for all of you to upload your own content or the content of others. Any geeky stuff, whatever you want. It's your guys' space. Go for it. Um, you know, obviously all post-pending approval by me. Um, that said, we also like to thank our other sponsors. Uh, we'd like to thank Sean Tischler and, uh, and, and all the work that he does with IWC, bringing IWC to the, uh, the unwashed masses of Clearfield. And we thank him for that because, <laughs> you know, somebody's got to do it. Um, also don't forget to go check out it, it. You know, again, we always say go check out your local indies. Uh, if you are in the Pittsburgh area, uh, look up IWC and see where they're having their shows. I believe they're having one here in July. If I'm not mistaken. I think so. I think Carlito's wrestling in that one too. Uh, I believe Carlito's going to be there. I believe uh, Big Cass is facing Spencer Slade. Big Cat. Yep. Big Cass oh, yeah. is supposed to be there. There's somebody else too. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know I've sent it in the chat to these guys. Um, there's also some weird independent show. I can't remember who's a part of it. It's uh, it's like a rumble under the bridge or something. It's down in the Homestead Grays. So, you know, if you got your bulletproof vest on and you want a brave uh, Homestead, go down there and check out some independent wrestling, too. I kid. They're, it's not all parts of Homestead. Just, you know, maybe some. Whatever. Better it's be the same night. Apparently, it's the same night as IWC. So, is it? You know. No, wait, yeah. no, it can't be. Is it? You gotta bra bra brawl under the bridge. Yeah, you, you, you uh... gotta know your audience. And, and again, I'm not... Make your choices. Do what you want to do. Go support any local indie, for goodness sakes. But you got to know your competition, man. And, like, I IWC is an absolute treasure. They really and are. And at this point, it's an establishment in Pittsburgh. It really so is. If, you're, if, if, if you're a wrestling company trying to run opposite of IWC on the same night as IWC, you might want to rethink that. <laughs> if you're not going to go well. Or you get the beef line. You get um but yeah go support your local indies go check out iwc and uh hopefully we'll all be getting together for some iwc shows if nothing else we'll definitely be getting together for more uh for more get togethers for wwe pay-per-views and stuff like that too uh once tiger bomb tiger bomb tom llc headquarters is uh you know in closer proximity to these other two jamokes right now so um who else do we want to thank? We want to thank the app, the now absent uh, because of technical difficulties, Poot the Bard. Uh, go check out his YouTube channel. He does some guitar work. He does some gaming. 
Um, you can also listen to him on the Tone Bros podcast. So check him out over there. Uh, also, we want to thank, of course, Mr. Frigoff Ransom, uh, the Mad King himself. Um, there, there's there's been some uh, there's been some busy busy happenings in the in the Mad Kingdom of Mordor. Uh, so, you know, there hasn't, there hasn't been some videos, but, uh, as of late, but you can go check out the other ones cause they're still just as poignant and still just as funny and entertaining and all the, uh, all the lovely sounds of Mordor from crows to chimes to sirens to chickens to you name it. God almighty. Ransom's got it for you. So whatever, whatever ambient back noise, background noise you need, he's got you covered. Stupid things. He's got you covered. All right, and I think that takes care of all the sponsors. So, on behalf of everybody here at the Pittsburgh Power Driver Podcast, for Poot the Barbarian, for the legendary Beef the Legend, for the Mad King, Mr. Ransom the Madman, and for me, your current, for now, reigning, <laughs> defending, undisputed, choose away champion of the Pittsburgh Power Driver Podcast, Tiger Bomb Tom. Have a great di- uh, day, night, whenever you listen to it. Stinger. We miss you, Poot. Good stinger. <laughs> <laughs>